It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. But I think the development of full artificial intelligence will spell the end of the human race. It's a flying object and we don't know what it is. I would hope somebody is checking it out. I'm glad the Pentagon is looking at this, because if it poses a threat, I want them on top of it. Well, the craft generates its own gravitational field. The internet has become the command center for criminals and terrorists. That's what we're instructed to say. Roswell, Area 51, alien kept deep under the ground. Welcome to Troubled Minds Radio. I'm your host, Michael Strange, and hello to all of you who may also have troubled minds. What's going on, guys? It is Tuesday night, which, of course, is one of the nights we get together and talk about all the things we're not allowed to talk about. We do it Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday at 7 p.m. Pacific. And what are those things we we shouldn't talk about? Those verboten things, you may ask? You may wonder. There's too much, so I can't explain, so let me sum up. It goes a little something like this. Aliens, conspiracy, the paranormal, the government, academia, the 24-hour news cycle, propaganda, 
and the general feeling that we live in the upside down. And of course, this conversation is ongoing. This has been a uh, coming up on in April. Like I said, I'm very proud of this. Four years of troubled minds. That's a long time. Like I uh, challenge Robert out there on Rockfin, try wearing the same color socks for four years. It's nearly impossible. You'll uh, eventually have one come out of the dryer and end up, uh, whoa, this one. How did I get a pink sock? How did this happen? How did this happen? And uh, who knows? Maybe it's the uh, the iteration of the previous dryer owner. <laughs> those All those disappearing socks that are coming back to haunt your reality. I have no idea. But point being is that uh, this conversation just continues. It's, uh, it's about all things. It's not about uh, one thing in particular. It's about so many things because there are just so many things interesting in this world to talk about. There's a lot of things, including, well, uh, we talk about technology all the time. We talk about uh, space and we talk about uh, aliens and their possibility of them actually being here or having been here. We talk about all these things because, of course, right, if you don't give it uh, energy, if you don't think about these things sort of in the the term of, uh, well, maybe maybe this could be true or maybe that could be true, then, of course, I think we're, we're stunting our growth. We're stunting our growth as humans. We're stunting our growth as a, a civilization. And I think that uh, if we just sit around on our thumbs and wait for uh, science to validate everything, uh, we may be waiting a long time. And, and in many cases, especially when we're talking about uh, the search for alien life and things like this, uh, there's been lots of people who claim they've seen these things. They've seen, you know, we've all seen lights in the sky. There's a reason you're here listening to talk radio on the, you know, by dark of night or whatever's going on here, whatever you want to call this. But uh, it, it's, uh, it, it's, it's just odd. It's bizarre that, uh, you know, we, we, the old trust the science mantra, but then, uh, well, we're allowed to dream, aren't we? And I think I think we're definitely allowed to dream, and that's why that's why we do this. That's why we do it in this format. That's why we do this uh, to include you as really part of this discussion, this ongoing, wide ranging, all aspects of just life, how to live it, and uh, well, I don't know those answers, of course, but uh, I think the discussion is the important part here. Uh, if you ask the right questions, I don't think you need the right answers because the the questions themselves are sometimes illuminating, and I mean that in the most non Illuminati way. If you know what I'm saying, so so what I'm, so what's what we do again? This this shows about you. I have no inside sources. Um, the secret weapon of troubled minds is you, and so as a result of that, uh, we've had so many good conversations on this show over the years. Met so many amazing people. Uh, reading all the chat and all the places, just so many brilliant thoughts out there. That uh, again, right now, I always say this: like this, this is a show for for the everyday person. This is not a show where you have to be Linda Moulton Howe or Richard Dolan or somebody that wrote a book or, you know, if you are, that's fine. You can write books and you're still allowed. But the point is that like, I think there are really, really important things to say that, um, you know, regular people need, need to say and have a need to have a space to say, and that's what this has always been about. I'm not special in any way. I'm just committed. That's it. I'm committed. And I don't mean like rubber room and uh, <laughs> and a straight jacket type committed. I don't mean that type of committed yet. But what I do mean is that uh, I understand uh, at least in within my own realm of being myself that uh, a conversation needs to be happening. And not just a conversation, a conversation where we get along with each other for crying out loud. Uh, that's that's probably one of the, the driving forces of Troubled Minds that began this entire show is that uh, just watching the mainstream media just 
just do all their garbage division that they do on a daily basis. It, it was infuriating me. It was making me very, very, very mad. And I was like, hey, look, this is not the way the rest of the world feels. Like, maybe because they're they're kind of a stuck up in the propaganda and, you know, caught and don't really... Like, we forget. We forget that it's okay to just chill out for a second, you know? We forget. And um, I think that uh, chilling out and dreaming is uh, is an important aspect of being human. And that's that's why we've always done this. So to include you and uh, my whole point of the ramble here, and I, and I do get I do get criticism that I ramble a lot. But let me tell you what, uh, it, this is unscripted. Uh, this is uh, again sort of a, all concepts are my own on these shows. It's a lot of work, and if you you know you want a scripted perfectly thing, perfect podcast. Uh, I'm sorry, <laughs> this is just not for you. Uh, I'm I'm going to ramble. Uh, unscripted, three hours. It's you're going to ramble. That's just the way it is, and uh, that's that's how it is. So um, no apologies, but uh, well, sorry, uh, sorry, not sorry. I guess is how you say it. Uh, so anyway, uh, really, in what I mean to say, in my long-winded, rambly way, it is a talk show after all. Um, it, that we do this to include you and we have an open phone line several of them and we have an open discord if you want to be part of the discussion part of the show at any point tonight just give me a call uh, dial up the phone number 702-957-1037 that's 702-957-1037 you can see it right there right there on the stream in my bunker the actual bunker I'm, everybody says they have a bunker I've got the receipts there it is proof is in the pudding I'm in the bunker right there on the stream you cannot deny it 702-957-1037 troubledminds.org and you can click the discord link there as well which is again uh, discord's a chat client it's a voice client it's totally free and it's one of those program programs that brings people together it's technology that's helping all right well we'll see we'll see for how long because they've started uh, some some shenanigans with uh, censorship and some other stuff so unfortunately uh we'll, we'll see how long that lasts but uh, you know no 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 great thing can last forever they say right um but, uh, but in any case so now one more time 702-957-1037 we'll put you on the show you can talk to me yeah you yeah, yeah show feedback you can tell me what you think about the topic tonight you can whatever it, it's all good we don't screen the calls and as long as you're respectful to me i will be respectful to you it's 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 a simple thing and uh i've got a pretty good track record of that so you don't have to be afraid i'm not going to try and make you look like a fool and hang up on you like some of these jerks on the radio do uh, so okay so that's the deal that's where we begin and uh of course we were streaming on uh rockfin youtube d live and twitter we are, of course, broadcasting live on the Fringe FM, which is digital radio. And a couple things with that. Uh, please join the Fringe Discord as well. You can go to fringe.fm slash chat. That will give you a direct invite to the Fringe Discord. I'm watching the chat there and the chat and all the other places, uh, all those other platforms I just described. And, of course, uh, please download the Fringe app. It's the easiest way to listen to Troubled Minds. And you can do that, again, Monday through Thursday, 7 p.m. Pacific time. And uh, just uh, download the app at uh, iTunes or uh, your Android or Apple app stores. It's completely free. And you just smash the play button 7 p.m monday through thursday you get troubled minds not to mention all the great stuff that uh, that airs on fringe as well so so all right uh, here we go uh, hold on to your butts because uh, so so in terms of you know like we talk about the metaverse here we talk about the multiverse here we talk about dream states we talk about all of this stuff right and uh sometimes we, we sort of skip the obvious and because uh, sometimes the obvious is boring um but in this case i don't think the obvious is so boring i think this is a this is so sort of that that 
core troubled minds discussion of, well, you know, uh, technology got us here. Um, and do you think in the next hundred years or 200 years or 300 years, uh, technology will take us to that? Well, let's say actual utopia, like that Star Trek post-scarcity type utopia. Or do you think that uh, the technology and just the, the fact that we're, are, we're letting the governments and the major corporations and all the rest of these jerks that are running this stuff just um, run us into the ground and turn uh, what could be amazing things regarding technology into detriments to humanity? And that's just basically the core of the conversation tonight. I've got a whole bunch of stuff to go through and talk about. But the, the basic question is this as we start, all right? is regarding technology obviously it's a what, what would you call it a a double-edged sword as they say all right and regarding that uh there there are many again technological advances that have uh you know, put us where we're at and you know on the edge of this knife uh, because things things could go sour things could go bad here uh there's a lot of things that are sort of happening with a uh, crispr with the metaverse with um you know uh mental health regarding the media uh all kinds of stuff out there that is just like like really just pervasive in uh, let's say not even not just not creating a good space for people it's just not it's just not yeah there you go tim tim has it right in the chat it's amazing how many things are weaponizable and uh i i couldn't agree more and that's what we're talking about tonight so so the first question is this all right i'm going to get into some of the things that i think and you know me i've got lots of time to ramble because that's what i do i'm a rambling man uh but the thing is this right so regarding all of this like sort of startling or jarring um concerning developing technology what do you think is in your let's say top two just your top two what are the things that have you most concerned regarding technology and the way it's developing not just with weaponizing everything like tim just said there in the chat but also in the sense of uh, like i like i described maybe the media mental health social media things like this like there's so many things uh, that are really just full speed ahead that like again is sort of like the whole jurassic park concept of uh, you know like we we, we never stop to ask whether we should we were just so obsessed with could we do it and uh we're doing it uh but is it always a good thing and so the question i have for you tonight is, is twofold a couple questions right first if, if you have a, a major concern and again this is not this show is not doom i'm not saying the end of the world is nigh please don't take me wrong i i i i approach this with a glass half full mentality in that if we got us here we can get ourselves out all right i truly believe that humans are have proved resilient uh brilliant and uh more than that uh, as well as all the terrible things you can say about people as well so if we got us here i think we can get us out and that's just the way it is so don't take this wrong as a doom and gloom the end is nigh type of thing it's not happening all right not in my opinion not at all but if you have a concern about a particular growing technology something that maybe is in the infancy of its developments or anything that's uh, let's say you can say social media you can say uh, how the media has been allowed even government uh, whatever this is with uh, governing people or governing um, just just all the rest of this anyway ba basically what is the thing that concerns you most we hear a lot about artificial intelligence we hear about CRISPR we hear about like all this stuff genetically modified organisms uh, 4G, 5G, Wi-Fi. There's so many things that are happening all at the same damn time. So if you got a top two, what are they? What are the things that actually concern you the most about modern living and about technology and how it's completely just 
full speed ahead, full speed ahead, right? We never stop to ask if we should. And so that's the question tonight. That's number one. What are your top two? If you if you have concerns about technology, what would those top two be? And then beyond that, uh, what do you think? Are we headed down that slippery slope of, uh, well, not Star Trek utopia and some sort of dark dystopian future? And that's always what's on my mind here with, uh, you know, you, you, you sort of see the signs, you know, you've read 1984, uh, uh uh, a um, a um, Fahrenheit 451. I mean, there's so many things here that are kind of happening in real time. What about censorship? You could say censorship. There's so many things here that are troubling. All right. And uh, welcome to Troubled Minds. So there you go. Uh, wh- where do you think we're headed? Do you, there are concerning things. And again, like I said, glass half full, I promise you, it is not the end. But what got me thinking in these terms was I found this fantastic article on, uh, let's see. Oops, that's not the, the thing I want. Uh, let's go here. This is gizmodo.com. And uh, I find this fascinating because they do this sometimes. Uh, you guys have seen like the History Channel. Well, they'll have like the Doomsday Specials, right? And they're like, oh, the... Uh, uh, you know, the the end of the world is coming. What's our biggest threat to humanity, right? Those types of discussions. Um, but there's... Uh, they're, they're talking to experts, right? And so they have, you know, you've probably seen this, this show I'm talking about. They're all sitting around in this dark room, and it's, it's all gloomy, and they're like, yeah, I think that uh, AI is going to be the biggest threat to humanity because of the thing, this thing, and the other thing. And, and one guy's like an AI expert, and the other guy's like an AI, uh, a, uh, you know, a, you know, a GMO expert, and, you know, another guy's like a... I don't know, some sort of physicist. And there's like all kinds of different people. One guy's saying the water supply, another guy's saying this, another guy's saying that, right? So I'm, I'm thinking in terms of that, like, it, but we don't need experts. We don't, we don't need no stinking experts. We got the wisdom of the crowd. We got the, uh, the troubled minds nation behind us here. So there's, there's no reason for experts. Psh, we don't need that stuff. Uh, but that's kind of the idea here is that uh, if, we, we, if we put our heads together and consider, well, what is probably the most concerning thing to you as an individual? To you, uh, don't don't try and uh, cater it to the crowd. Just what do you think is most important to you? Because again, once you throw those ideas into the bucket of us, it becomes quite a bit different, and we start to maybe change each other's minds. We maybe start to learn from each other. We maybe start to communicate, and well, <laughs> that's not allowed anymore, is it? At least not in a nice way. So here we go. Let's begin here. This is Gizmodo, and I, this is what got me thinking in these terms tonight. I know it's a little little more vanilla, generic for troubled minds because uh, we're not beating the universes, the multiverses ass tonight or even dipping into the metaverse unless you want to call that the emerging technology that's absolutely terrifying. But, uh, well, here we go. Let's, let's start here. What's the most dangerous emerging technology? And this is sort of that same idea of that uh, History Channel special where you get the experts sitting around in the dark room, sort of X-File style, talking about, oh, by the way, this is it's going to be AI. It's going to be our water supply. It's going to be geoengineering. It's going to be this. It's going to be that, right? Those are the doom and glooms, right? But, well... We're talking dangerous technology here, but they're, they're, they're speaking in terms of this in this article, and they do it the same way, sort of the same format. They have a whole bunch of different experts in uh, different, um, different uh, 
um, um, uh, what do you call it, different disciplines. And uh, they're asking them, what do you think is the most dangerous emerging technology? And so, yeah, there you go. What's up, Cal says, oh, I better trust those experts. Yeah, exactly, right? Those experts. So let's read a little bit of this. And there's a bunch of stuff here. There's a, there's some some really um, interesting things that these people are saying. And I, I, I especially enjoy this because I like thinking just about the world we live in. I like thinking. I like thinking. You know, it doesn't it doesn't have to be, uh, you know, thinking to, to get the answers. Like I said, if you got if you ask them the right questions, then it's OK that like you don't have to get to the answers, in my opinion, like the, you get close. So you ask the right questions, you get close. But here we go. Let's read some of this. Uh, what's the most dangerous emerging technology? What could go wrong? Uh, and then it says, soon we will be able to write any virus genome from scratch. Any virus genome from scratch. Uh, and I do this thing on the news show. We do, we do a news show on, um, on Monday and Friday on Twitch. And it's just the news. It's not, it's not this. It's not long-winded and rambly. It's just, it's just like quick hit news stories that you kind of just plow through. It's just an hour-long show. And it's just, you know, maybe 12, 15, something like that. News, news articles, right? And just, just kind of curating the news in my vision and what I think the news should be instead of all the, all the garbage propaganda propaganda we get. And I, I, I always do something on that show and I, I kind of, kind of call it, well, let's file this under how could this go wrong? And so I guess that's this, this show tonight, sort of an embodiment of that notion. And it's funny that it says it right there in, in the sub headline, what could go wrong? <laughs> what could go wrong? Anyway, here we go straight from the article. Those inclined to think apocalyptically, what's up, APOC? Shout out to APOC out there. Know that tech, in its purest form, spells civilization disaster. It is true that we might never see a world filled with violent, hypertrophic CRISPR babies and uncontrollable self-driving cars and AI intent on twisting humans into paperclips. And we'll we'll get to the humans into paperclips a a little bit later tonight as well. Uh, um, But our tech-hastened end if and when it does arrive, will probably look a bit different and will probably uh, suck in ways we cannot yet imagine. In the meantime, though, it's worth wondering what's the most dangerous emerging technology. For this week's Giz Asks, we reached out to a number of experts to find out. And that's what we're doing tonight. So in in terms of uh, actually this, the most dangerous emerging technology, that's the one to you. Again, like I said, uh, experts will be ex- experts going to expert, right? But you are you. You're an individual. And uh, as, a, as a result, you deserve a voice just like anybody else. I don't give a damn if somebody says they're an expert or not. If they're speaking nonsense, they're still speaking nonsense, right? Uh, I don't give a damn what kind of letters you put behind somebody's name. If they're, if they're talking eugenics, they're still sick, right? So, yeah, no, no, no uh, layers of academia can make me, make me drop my common sense and say, yeah, appeal. nothing says appeal to authority like letters behind your name. Yeah, baby. Yeah. No, come on. But uh, this is what we're doing tonight. So in terms of this, like I said, what is the most dangerous emerging technology to you? I've got some ideas. So we'll go through some of this article tonight. I got all kinds of stuff I've pulled up, of course, as always. But the thing is this, right? To me, I think uh, the most dangerous thing right now is probably social media. Honestly, uh, I think I think because it's um, and uh, let's say let's say not just in and of itself by itself because I think in a vacuum social media will sort of do that uh, 
that situation, like, you know, Lord of the Flies type stuff, right? Where you're going to get just kind of some nastiness and people starting fights on the internet. And, you know, like that type of stuff. That's, that's normal, right? Like that's to be expected. But what I think what happens is when you take social media and you exacerbate that with a, a, um, a division propaganda media that literally counts itself with engagement algorithms, meaning that if we're not at each other's throats, they're not making money. Uh, to me, this is this is an extremely dangerous thing. And I think I, I'm going to put that at the top of my list, even though there's all these other like extremely terrifying things going on in the world. I think the number one thing is the fact that we are no longer allowed to speak to each other with respect. And it's just it's been it's it's been planned. This is this is not an accident. This is not something that's a, an organic situation, in my opinion, at all. It's uh, it's basically division everything. And they're not happy until we hate each other to the person. And that, to me, is the biggest. You you combine those two things, and that's my number one. I'll get to some other ideas tonight and what I think is pretty dangerous as well. But like I said, it's less important what I think. I'm just a knucklehead on the Internet with a microphone, right? It doesn't mean anything what I say. And always please fact check me. All my sources are always listed in the description down below. On the podcast feed, you can find all my links where I got all this information from as well. I'm, I'm not just out here making stuff up, okay? I'm saying, look, it's reported here. It said this. Somebody said this. Somebody said that. That's what we're talking about, okay? So in any case, <laughs> fleshlights, what the hell are you guys talking about? All right, so again, it does not matter what I think. In the end, it matters what you think. So the question as we begin tonight is exactly this. What do you think the most concerning emerging technology is for the future of humanity? That's the question tonight. Kind of basic, but it's okay because I think that this is a conversation that needs to be had as we continue doing this on Troubled Minds. Do you want to be part of the show tonight? I'd love to hear your thoughts. 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. Ah, yes. This is Troubled Minds. I'm Michael Strange. Don't go anywhere. More ever-present concern of emerging technologies and you when we return. Be right back. Finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app to shop for this season's essentials any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app to shop for this season's essentials any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. 
It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. Welcome back to Troubled Minds. I'm your host, Michael Strange, and we are streaming on Rockfin, YouTube, DLive, and Twitter. And we are broadcasting live on the Fringe FM. Tonight, we're taking your phone calls like every night. But tonight, we're discussing what do you think the most concerning developing technology is for the future of humanity? We know what the experts say. We've talked about it ad nauseum on this show. But I'm less interested in what the experts say, and I'm more interested in what you say. 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. Thanks for being patient with us. Let's go to Phil in Washington. Welcome to Troubled Minds, my friend. Go right ahead. Hi, Mr. Strange. This is Phil Christophers. Hello, sir. And um, I'm going to, yeah. Hey, how are you doing? Ah, Doing very well. Thank you for asking. Go right ahead. Okay, so uh, AI. Uh, now, uh, Elon Musk has come out recently, and he's talked about uh, uh, Isaac Asimov and the laws of robotics, the three laws of robotics. Correct. So if we implement the three laws, laws of robotics on our AI and our robots, which we're not doing right now, I'm going to add, um, is then we would not have a problem with AI. AI would be more like your Star Trek AI and, you know, beneficial. Uh, but, you know, DARPA, other agencies have decided, oh, these can make excellent warriors. And now we're on that, um, oh, what's that movie? Uh, Terminator. Yeah, that's the one. Skynet. Skynet, right? <laughs> right. Um, which you might say uh, Musk has got <laughs> with the Skynet. Yeah, Yeah, right? Uh, with his, uh, but, with his, uh, uh, his little satellites he's putting up there to give the world internet, right? Wink, wink. Sure, that's all that's, right. uh, all that's involved, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, go ahead. What else well, you got, my no, friend? It's, I mean... Yeah, there's there's a side story on that one, but I'm not going to go into this one because it really what it boils down to is that we have to remember that the planet is conscious and the sun is conscious. And guess what the sun is? It's a big electromagnetic pulse engine and that they can pump out a coronal field at us or a CME in the X class or higher. And boom, uh, no more AI. And yeah. I have it on some authority that that's what will happen if we go down that particular path and it turns bad. Yeah, you, so funny. I'm not too worried about the AI. 
Yeah, funny you do say that. I saw this meme that was sort of like a a circular meme. It was sort of like a little cartoon written in that in that like old school sort of fashion. But it uh, it had like exactly right. like you're describing, like the first first uh, uh, mankind in the olden days worshipped the sun as the sun god, and then uh, they eventually started worshiping uh, technology, and then technology took over, and they were worshiping like the robots, and then the solar flare came and took out the robots, and then. They began worshiping the sun again. <laughs> nice, nice circular right. uh, sort of meme. But yeah, perfect. Go right ahead, sir. <laughs> yeah, well, that's that's the way it goes, and that's what happened to uh, Atlantis, right? It got out of control, and um, something happened, right? So shit gets wiped out if you go out of control, is what I would say. It seems to me, you know, if you look back at history, anyway. But the thing I really am concerned about and uh, seems so pernicious is the uh, censorship. I hate censorship. Uh, I hate it almost as much as I hate dogma. And I know as an enlightened being, I shouldn't hate anything, but I kind of don't like those two things very much. Not liking. (laughs) Yeah, you're allowed. You're allowed to despise things. It's okay, uh, but but again, it, it it depends on your intention. It depends on how you how you act those things out. You know, it's all good. So okay, I agree with you. Censorship is is it's going to ruin us. It's uh it, like ideas like this. Like again, you know, they'll they'll paint me in whatever conspiracy theory way they want. But like, if they really listen to what's going on here, it's just this is an everyday conversation that should be happening all over the world. But people aren't having it because we're not allowed to. Right? That's the terrible thing about it. Right. We can't talk about certain things on this channel or you won't have it, right? Exactly. Uh, yep. But the the thing is, is that we, there are avenues of truth socials coming up, I think. Um, and there are other avenues where you can be more truthful. That shoot is another example. Um, so you can keep on, as long as we're, able to communicate ideas and thoughts, I think we're going to be okay. But if they can lock us all down and nowhere can you share these ideas, then we've got a big problem because uh, that's not the, that when they say follow the science, that's not following the science. No, you have no, to of course take not. In all sorts of your hypothesis has got to test out in the real world, you know. <laughs> yeah, and and has to has and the just science do it all in, in math. Ex- exactly. That's the craziest part. Is it like people they don't talk about that? Science is actually peer reviewed, which means it's supposed to stand up to scrutiny and not be censored and not allow scrutiny to to even breach the conversation. That's the problem, and I agree with you. That's right. that's a serious issue we have. What else you got for us, my friend? Yeah. Well, I mean. That, you know, uh, deifying science, that's, that's, a, that's a pretty big fear of mine. Uh, and I, you know, I kind of come from a background of science, math, uh, being an excise tax examiner for 30 years. You know, I'm all about the structure, right? I'm a Virgo. Uh, but, um, no, I, I, I see that we've got um, things that are out of control. The government isn't behaving as it should. Uh, and a prime example of a problem with AI would be uh, uh, the machines that start with a D and end with an M um, and have an O and a main in it. Um, they, uh, 
you know, we've already seen how that can really mess things up. And uh, so the, the censorship and, and the misuse of AI, I would say, are our worst bugaboos. Okay. All right. And uh, clearly, uh, you know, I'm not trying to be the doomsayer here and sell meteor juice or any of the rest of that stuff. Uh, So I I always take this as a glass half full conversation. But uh, there are concerns. There are things that we need to be discussing here. And how, uh, like you said, I like how you brought up the Isaac Asimov and the three laws of robotics. Like that, that's the type of thing that needs to be discussed regarding AI. But the problem is that uh, we have too many individuals and too many nation states that disagree. and every to, to to these nation states, they have uh, the idea that you know uh, supremacy in uh, warfare is is everything, and power is everything, and so we we got a, a human problem, don't we? I think that's a unfortunately uh, probably the bottom line here. Well, yeah, but I mean, yeah, but Mister Singh, that that's been a problem. War has been a problem with the humans forever, but it's actually a. a galactic-wide problem, because uh, there was uh, 500,000 years ago, there was a, what they called the Orion Wars. Actually, we were just playing out those Orion Wars uh, yet today, uh, or we're trying to. Um, what's going on in Russia and Ukraine, Russia is just take. I mean, <laughs> let's face it, that uh, portion of... Uh, Ukraine that they're possibly going to take over is full of what Russian citizens. Yeah, and <laughs> don't don't forget all the oil. There's a whole lot of oil there too. <laughs> um, well, yeah, but I mean, Russia's is not worried about oil. They've got oil. They're selling they're selling gas and oil to who? Europe, the EU. No, they're not. They're not worried about that. Isn't the reason they're doing it? It's uh, you know they're here in their people are talking to them, you know? <laughs> gotcha. Hey, we, we're, we're being oppressed. We're being oppressed here. We want uh, Mother Na- Mother Russia to protect us. This it, is more the way I feel that's going. I, I know, want to. Uh, Biden is, oops, I, I said his name. Sorry, <laughs> now you've done it. Done now you've done it. You're, uh, you're, you're allowed to say the president's name. <laughs> this president, anyway. The previous president, you're not well, allowed to say well, his name. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's true. I forgot about that. Well, is that going to actually? Yeah, it might actually. That might be my, no, no, no. I'm trying to think why they took me off. And I can't figure out why I got taken off YouTube because, uh, man, their, their rules change almost on who they're looking at. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And uh, this is what I say about the New World Order, right? It's like, hey, you know what? If uh, they got no no other nation states to fight, you know who the enemy becomes? You, Phil. Me, Phil. We become the enemy. <laughs> Just the regular-ass people. It's unfortunate. Well, we're, we're already the enemy. I mean, I'm pretty sure that I'm the enemy because they have, you know, they've, I'm, I'm going to be off of YouTube until April. Oh, you got a strike. You got a strike. No, I'm, yeah, I, I can't seem to avoid strikes. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I guess this is a bad time to plug your YouTube channel. 
Phil here has a YouTube channel, guys. Scroll down to the very bottom of Troubled Minds on YouTube. It says Phil Christopher's and uh, follow his YouTube channel for when he finally comes back up, if they let him back up. <laughs> Phil, you're the you're the best, <laughs> oh, brother. I appreciate well, it. What's your I final still, thought, man? I still, share stuff. I still share stuff to it. I still share stuff to it. So, yeah. Okay. Keep watching it. Okay. But actually, I'm on BitChute now, so come see, see the new stuff, the true stuff. Uh, there you go. There you go. I appreciate the, the phone call, Phil. You're the best. Phil in Washington. Uh, always a pleasure. Have a fantastic night. Thanks for listening, bro. Thanks for the phone call. You you too, man. Take care. Thanks a lot. There you go. Easy as that. 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. I think Phil had some good points, right? He had some good points regarding maybe the three laws of robotics, uh, talking about AI, talking about this type of stuff, right? But then, of course, uh, he's, he kind of echoed a little bit of what I said in that we have uh, censorship and the media and things like this. That's uh, it, It's extremely dangerous that, uh, again, it's like... They they whoop up enough uh, uh, consent, right? Uh, manufacturing consent is the term, right? Is that Noam Chomsky who was that? I can't remember who actually uh, coined that term. But the thing is, is that they, they get people uh, sort of uh, worshiping at the, not just the altar of science, but the altar of the state. And then as a result, no matter what they say, and this is very 1984 Orwellian in the sense that, oh, by the way, if uh, you go afoul of the party, you're the enemy. And this is exactly what's happening now. And this is what I'm saying that, like, for, for, for somebody who's a, you know, conspiracy theorist, and I'm a proud conspiracy theorist, because are you kidding me? Are you really saying that the richest people in the world don't collude with each other? And guess what? By the way, that is a conspiracy. Of course they do. That's the dumbest thing to say, to say that they do not. Anyway, so uh, we're talking tonight about the the ever-present concern of emerging technologies. What do you think your top two? If you got to think uh, in terms of the future of humanity, what are the things that we should be most concerned about? I say social media. I say the press. I say this idea of uh, division, that type of thing. Uh, Phil, AI, and uh, censorship. So we got some good ideas uh, bubbling up so far. Uh, again, if you want to be part of the show, 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. We'll put you on the show just like this. Let's go to Robert in Pennsylvania. Welcome to Troubled Minds, my friend. Go right ahead. How you doing, Michael? Fantastic. Fantastic. Thank you for asking. What What's on your mind? I think, I think the most dangerous technology out there, and it exists now, is this face recognition uh, that allows easily uh, China uh, to do what it's doing, what it's called social credit score. All right? You can, <laughs> nobody in the entire country can walk anywhere without these cameras, uh, you know, focused on them, can recognize who they are and what they're doing. All right? What's even, what, that's in China, but what's scarier is now it's migrated expanded to Canada, all right? Uh, now they have instantly the technology that can freeze bank funds, uh, make it, uh, making you unable to pay rent or even buy food, uh, terminate driver's license and insurances, cancel mortgages, cancel Internet, cancel credit histories, put you in jail, confiscate your guns, remove your kids, 
remove your pets and euthanize them, and erase all evidence that you ever existed. Ah, uh, very Orwellian. That's straight out of 1984. You mean they could put you in the memory hole, you yourself as an individual? Absolutely. This is absolutely 100% what's going on in China right now. Nobody escapes it, right? If, if, if they have anything that, that uh, if they show any kind of, you know, anything, any kind of behavior that the government doesn't approve, in, approve of, this, all these things can happen to them. Or all, you know, <laughs> you know certainly uh, they wind up in a situation where it's like, for example, if I look at my credit score, um, and it's, you know, it's high, right? And then suddenly, because uh, my social credit score, got, I got docked, just like you get docked on, on Facebook or YouTube, a strike. <laughs> then suddenly I don't have a credit history anymore. Right? I'm not allowed to get on a plane. I'm not, a, I'm not, a, I'm not allowed to, 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 to leave my city. Uh, there, there's all kinds of things that, that happen if you piss off the government. All right? Uh, and, and it's not, it doesn't have to be something large like robbing a bank or something. It could be jaywalking. Or, uh, or donating uh, to a cause. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you know, look what they've done to those truckers in Canada. My God, they took their trucks. They're not giving them back. They're going to, they're going to auction them off. All right? No, no trial. No, no criminal charges brought forward, all right? No trial, uh, no chance to do anything, you know, to, to hold on to their property to defend themselves. Uh, they've taken their pets. I'm not kidding. They took their pets, all right? Uh, and they took them to a, um, you know, one of those humane society places. Um, but that, you know, they're up there in Canada. They only keep pets for seven days. And if nobody adopts them, then they're euthanized. They took their pets. They, they, they did threaten during the, during the time that the truckers were still there to actually take their kids. That's terrifying. Uh, that's terrifying. Just, and, and, and that's... That, yeah. 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 So, so social credit here is exactly that. It's a, it's a, it's a way to bypass actual um, uh, due process, right? That's exactly what it is. It's like, okay, fine. Absolutely. You know, All you, due process is canceled. Yep. All right? They've frozen their, their, they've frozen their, their, their bank, you know, their money in the bank. They can't, get, they can't get any money out of their banks. They've frozen that. They're probably going to take it and steal it. Um, they've even canceled their mortgages and canceled their driver's license and their insurances. All right. I mean, I have. If somebody would have told me this, even ten years ago, that something like this could happen in Canada, uh, I would have said, you know, write the write the science fiction book, okay? But that's never going to happen. This is awful. What they're doing here, um, it shows the power of the state. It's it's worse than anything Putin could possibly have thought of. All right, but this is coming here. I, I really do think that that the Great Reset, that who's that guy that, that handles that? What's his last name? He's 
got Cla- that accent. What's his name? Klaus you know Schwab. Klaus Schwab. Yeah, yeah. I, I think he ordered. I think he ordered Trudeau to do this because Trudeau was trained in the World uh, Economic Forum. Economic Forum. He was trained by them from from young on up. I think he ordered him to do that, and he told him to do that, or else he would be banned from the club. Uh, and that's what, all I know is I'm sitting here, and I'm I watched all these live feeds. I watched a whole lot of them. I thought I, I thought the only time I I interrupt myself watching live feeds from Canada was to watch Troubled Minds. Yes, thank you, <laughs> thank you, Robert. That's nice. <laughs> But I've seen it, and, and those people did nothing wrong, all right? Yeah, that was mischief. As a matter of fact, that's all they're charged with is mischief. <laughs> uh, it was just, you know, they, they had parties, they fed the homeless, and, and the idea that they were interfering with the little businessman, they were spending their money in all those shops that had lost so much money during these shutdowns. They were spending money like crazy in those shops that were, you know, where the trucks were parked. Uh, The people in that town loved them. All right, they were really, really some of the most decent people, you know, I've ever seen on the, you know, in my all my years of life. They were wonderful people, and this is what's happening to them. And what is astounding to me is that, according to the news media, I guess. Seventy-two uh, percent of the Canadians think that what Trudeau is doing to these truckers is the right thing to do. Ah, that loyalty to the party. Me. First and foremost, that loyalty to the party. Yep. It's, it, it's it's almost like Hitler's Germany, all right? Where you turn up. You know, well, they don't come and after me. And and they probably deserve it. What, what you know, whatever you know, Hitler wanted to do with all those all those people, you know. And what what I'm afraid of, we're going to have one here in the United States. It's going to take place in March. We're going to have our own convoy. I'm looking forward to it. I, I've been following some of them. All right, but they're going to go into Washington, and they're not going to find that going into Washington is the same as going into Ottawa. <laughs> all right. Um, it's going to be a mess. It's going to be a mess. But, but I'm wondering, I'm, you know, I'm wondering if Biden takes a look at what Canada did and tries to do the same to them. We'll I see. mean, this is this is a this is a, a, a dystopian nightmare here. This is everything that, like you said, that 1984 warned of. All right, it's, that's that's in the future. It's supposed to happen in 1984, but it's happening now. And I just think that the only way this can ever stop is that everybody just says, "Stop it!" Or we're not working. That's what the truckers really should do. Instead of convoying, they should just park their trucks outside their homes and say, "We're not delivering anything until this is all, you know, reversed." We get our money back, we get our property back, we get the donations to our cars back. We're not going to run our trucks. That is, they can't make them run their trucks. And the fact is, nobody, the grocery stores don't get delivered deliveries. No, nothing, nobody gets delivered anything. 
and we are going to have a, a, a crisis that's going to teach everybody, including the 72% who think that what they did to these truckers is correct. They're going to teach them, you know, these are the people that make the whole system work. Exactly. And by the way, by the way, Robert, the economy is us. It's people. It's not money. It's people. Soylent Green is also people, Robert. I appreciate the call. We got to go. Okay. <laughs> great stuff okay, as always. Talk to you later. <laughs> Have a great Bye. night. Thanks for the phone call. That's Robert in Pennsylvania, phone. affectionately known as The Robert. Uh, check out his book. Links in the description down below. It's called Stories from a Fractured Mind. He sent me a couple copies. It's an amazing read. This is Troubled Minds. I'm Michael Strange. We're still talking about the ever-present concern of emerging technologies. What are your top two? 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. Don't go anywhere. More Troubled Minds, technology, and your phone calls when we return. Be right back. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. We are talking about alien, the alien abduction phenomenon. The aliens are, are looking through your eyes and they're accessing your optic nerve. Through that optic nerve, they're transferring to your right. People are and they also feel them planting or receiving memories or ideas or images Vegas. 
somewhere in space time, loosely labeled Generation X on planet Earth. And asking questions of you in earnest. Into the digital darkness. Good evening and welcome to Troubled Minds Radio. I'm your host, Michael Strange, and hello to all of you who may also have troubled minds. What's going on, guys? It is Tuesday night, which is one of the nights we get together and talk about all the things we're not allowed to talk about, and you know what those things are. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, 7 p.m. Pacific, and those things are aliens, conspiracy, the paranormal, the government, academia, the 24-hour news cycle propaganda and the general feeling that we live in the upside down tonight we're discussing this idea that technology is a great thing one of the best things even however there is a dark side to technology in that what do you think is the most concerning technological advance of the last oh i don't know several years and extrapolating that to the next century what do you think we should be most concerned about? We could talk about the surveillance state. We're talking about censorship tonight. We're talking about uh, we, we haven't even got the CRISPR yet, or uh, we did a little bit of AI with Phil's call. He wanted, he talked about uh, the three laws of robotics and maybe how at some point uh, we're going to be sort of a Skynet uh, with the, the metal boot on our neck. Uh, things like this, right? The whole idea is... What is the most concerning thing to you? To me, it was uh, social media in tandem with the mainstream media. Because, of course, the mainstream media is nothing but pure hate and division. Pure hate and division. It's what they do. They are not satisfied until we hate each other. And they want us to believe, falsely, by the way, falsely, they want us to believe that our differences are more pronounced than what we have in common. False. It's false. It's false. We're people, right? People have a lot of things in common, but they want us to forget those things. They want us to weaponize our differences against each other. And it makes no sense to me. And again, this is, again, a social credit score is what Robert brought up, is it's a terrifying thing. If you look at what happened in Canada with the truckers there, that, that's literally the epitome of a peaceful protest. But now that they're labeling these individuals as terrorists, they're freezing their bank accounts. Like, this is literally the type of thing that makes you really yearn for human rights like an actual guaranteed oh i don't know you know in canada they call it a charter by the way did you know that so here it's called a the a, the bill of rights all right the the actual uh, right the, th those amendments that uh, guarantee personal liberty all right now again i'm not going to go all fox news so everybody relax but it's not a fox news concept it's a philosophical concept all right Point being is that uh, if you have things, rights that are guaranteed as, and this is the term, don't, don't get me wrong or get all super agitated when I say this, but the idea is that human rights are not granted by government, they're granted by God or by a creator, all right? And so again, trust me, we're not going to go there and do a ton of that tonight, unless you want to do a ton of that tonight. I know that stuff very well, and I can talk about that stuff very well, but, but I know that if I go that soapbox, I'll lose half of you, and that's not the point here. The point is we want to talk. We want to have a discussion. But if you look, right, there's a guaranteed rights and there's have what you you have what's known as a charter in Canada. It's not a constitution. It's not a bill of rights. It's a charter. It's a charter. 
right? And uh, well, what does that mean? It means nothing's guaranteed. It means they did steal their trucks. It means they did freeze their bank accounts. It means that literally, think about it, if they own the banks and the banks have your money, then that money isn't even yours. It's not. Because at any point, somebody in the government makes a phone call and somebody at the bank clicks a key and bam, you've been relieved of your money. (laughs) Bam, gone, gone. You, You ever heard of private property rights? Yeah, right? You bring it up and they're like, oh, he's a right winger. I knew it. He's a right winger. And you're like, uh, <laughs> okay, well, just hand over all your stuff to the state then if you don't believe in those things, right? And again, I understand there's nuance. This is not a, a very, very, very uh, easy conversation. And that's why we have these conversations. To, we got to understand that we have more in common than we have differences, all right? So anyway, so the, the, the question on my mind tonight, aside from all that stuff, uh, we're talking about uh, social credit scores, right? Uh, as Robert brought up in the last phone call, but there's more. We're, we're discussing this idea of technology and emerging technology. And what do you think the biggest threat to humanity is if these emerging technologies are left run amok, all right? Just to go to not have any kind of, uh, oh, I don't know, uh, safeguards or uh, slow it down. Let's think about these things before they do them. What, I mean, there's a lot. There's CRISPR. We're talking about designer babies and creating, you know, um, brown-eyed babies with blue eyes, things like this. It's like, okay, you know, there's these ridiculous articles talking about, oh, can we CRISPR men to have 14-inch penises? Yeah, that, that seems legitimate. That's cool. How could that go wrong right like things like this it's like come on now now like and this is how absolutely well i guess unimaginative humanity can be in some of these senses right like really does do those things really really matter and i'm not going to get into the debate over 14 inch penises but uh i'm just saying right i'm just saying like there's so many other things that we could be considering and talking about that it's like (laughs) why don't we and that's what trouble minds is all about like i said i have no inside sources i just read news cycles and get stressed out just like you do because it's all division it's all negative it's all the time and uh i wanted your thoughts secret weapon of trouble minds is you and what do you think is the most ever-present concern of emerging technologies 702-957-1037 that's 702-957-1037 you can click the discord link at troubledminds.org get in here i'll hop on the show uh, joe in florida i saw your call and i didn't get to you a little ways ago so uh give me a call my man get, get back here if you got some time love to put you on the show and hear your thoughts on this but so that's the idea tonight the, the, the secret weapon of trouble minds is you because we're just having a conversation conversation that's it it's uh and again some of these conversations aren't even allowed anymore and that's the most dangerous thing and by the way the joke on the 14 inch penises goes back to an article i did on my news show which is monday and friday on twitch at 3 p.m pacific uh that there were they were it was actually talking about this like is it possible to use CRISPR to have to make men with 14 inch penises and it's like okay okay like Ha ha. I mean, that's that's not fun. It's not funny. It's not. I mean, it's funny if if you're like in third grade, you know what I mean? And and by the way, I I appreciate a very good not even not even very good, by the way, I appreciate a decent dick and fart joke. All right. I do. But that is just unimaginative. It's like, really, CRISPR? And we're going to talk about the size of people's penises. 
super awesome super double plus good or welly in 100 percent. we may as well just dumb it all down right this second anyway so that's what we're talking about tonight not 14 inch penises but the idea of this technology CRISPR technology or uh, let's say mass surveillance or let's say social credit scores or let's say isaac asimov and the three laws of robotics what do you think is the most ever-present concern of emerging technologies and uh your top two that's my question for you tonight. What are your top two things that concern you about the future? Mine, in particular, was social media. Social media. Now, we don't even have to go outside to bully people. We can bully people from the safety of our keyboard, from the safety of our home. We can bully the hell out of people all over the world, right here, from the safety of our own home, right? Ah, isn't that satisfying? Isn't that so satisfying? just uh, bullying people all over the world in the safety of your own home well well if private property rights go away it won't be your home anymore you will own nothing and you will be happy and yes the great reset is on the way but so you tell me you tell me i have no idea what is going on here other than i'm trying to make sense of the world just like you if you have an idea of what the most ever-present concern of uh, emerging technologies is i'd love to hear your thoughts 702-957-1037 we're streaming on rockfin youtube d live and twitter watch me do this fast Street, uh, we are, of course, broadcasting live on digital radio, the Fringe FM. And uh, please uh, down, uh, join the Fringe, uh, Fringe Discord, fringe.fm slash chat, slash chat. That'll give you a direct invite. And also, uh, please download the Fringe app. You can find it at the iTunes or the Android app store. It's completely free. Easiest way to listen to Troubled Minds, 7 p.m. Pacific, Monday through Thursday. Smash the play button. You get me. You get us. You get Troubled Minds Nation. You get all the amazing programming programming on Fringe as well. And did I mention it's free? All right. So that's my... that's. What where we begin tonight we've been talking about this a little bit but there's some good ideas meet social media combined with uh the mainstream media is dangerous dangerous uh robert was talking about uh, the canadian truckers and how the social credit score is a dangerous thing and they can just steal from us at will because of the government and we're not uh phil was talking about um, ai and sort of the three the three laws of robotics what do you think what is the most concerning pressing thing about technology and emerging technology of the next century 702-957-1037 let's go to joseph in iowa go right ahead my friend welcome to troubled minds hey uh i think like the top two for me that scare me are like viruses and ourselves like i always think of ai being ourselves because like I don't know. I just feel like the systems we have set up are, are they treat, are they're trying to craft something. And then you got like China, they have the facial recognition. So if you combine like facial recognition and maybe even like emotion recognition, like you can read people's emotion in a situation, like hit them with a, an ad or something and get some data on them real quick. Like then you can figure out, uh, you could kind of figure out like how to, how to even craft better, you know, like that's, that's what I would think. That's just, those are just the, that's what I think is kind of scary if it's possible. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you. Uh, that's another one, too, that we haven't even touched on is is the mass surveillance and uh, that facial recognition, because you're correct, right? I've got some articles here in, in linked in the description, of course, that uh, are talking about, or maybe I, maybe I nuked those before we started the show, but I was reading about exactly that, scanning the retina, 
right, in those biometrics. So it's not just going to be facial recognition at some point. We've seen that uh, these cameras, this mass surveillance equipment is able to not only, let's say you covered your face because that's what happened, right? Notice the downside of covering your face for um, the COVID is that uh, now suddenly the facial recognition was shot. And there were people in China when this first started happening, you were required to wear masks. They couldn't even get money out of their bank account because they had to do a facial scan and these masks were off skating the cameras and who these people were right so there's a downside to this but what started happening is the ai got better and they started actually being able to identify people through other means maybe retina scans maybe your exactly eyeballs maybe the gait and how you walk right like these types of things were happening and still happening and you are exactly right in that mass surveillance and this idea of biometric recognition with or without your face is a terrifying concept. Uh, I'm glad you brought it up. Go right ahead. Yeah, I mean, they could do it with probably a satellite in space. You know, they could, it's like a thermometer up there that can beam through your house. I think I said that before. And, uh, yeah. And then combine that with like, combine that in real time with everything else. You got like a more full picture. And, um, I don't know. I forgot, I forgot what I was going to say before that, but like, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, I think terrorism is a, is very like, like they say, like Alex Jones said, there's a lot of stuff in the jungles, like technology that we don't even know. It kind of escapes cause you can get to the jungle, like South America, like other countries can easier. So that's another scary thing is all like the stuff getting across the borders and, and then there could be like a land nuke or anything. Yeah. I mean, there's tons of that stuff, right? We can talk about dirty bombs and terrorism. I think though, the interesting thing to notice, right, is if you go back to 9-11 regarding terrorism, this is my opinion. So again, I, I could be wrong about everything, by the way. Just so everybody knows, <laughs> I could be wrong about everything. And I, and I approach it all like that. I am willing to change my mind tomorrow with new evidence. Okay. But regard, my take right now regarding terrorism is that notice 9-11 happened and then terrorism was like something that happened in the Middle East, right? It's like, oh, well, you know, Saudi Arabia, Iran, Iraq. Like these are the places where terrorism were happening. Uh, you know, what? Uh, Syria. You know, you name it like that, right? Because, uh, because we had a boogeyman, right? Osama bin Laden, the rest of that. That's where terrorism happened. But now once that that crisis has abated, now we have the new the new crisis, which terrorism now, Joseph, is me and you. And so the thing I don't like about terrorism, the term is its political fungibility and that they can just turn on a dime and change the fact that me or you are now the terrorists. And we just want to talk about the world around us. You know, I mean, that's the craziest part about that term. But I, I get what you're saying. Real terrorists, right? Like I people. People if that would they like were to do that, they would bomb. be trying to evoke. My bad. No, if, good. if they were to do that, they would be evoking. I think that's a lot of what they're doing because that's what you see. You get mad when you watch the TV. Like you see, it's not like a good. The news is terrible, <clears throat> and I think some people. I can imagine in unstable states. I seen uh, the movie about Hitler, this movie about Hitler, it's called, oh, what is it? The Last Moments or something. 
or it was it was a German movie, and a lot of people before it even happened, or no, maybe it was about Einstein. Maybe this was about Einstein's roommate, and like he completely went AWOL just because of all the propaganda and stuff that goes around. So yeah, I can see see that like the media and stuff. That's it's just terrible what they do. And it's like they're just operating on a system and they don't even know what they're doing. Yeah, well, it, it, it's it's a platform, isn't it? It's like, a uh, it, it's the party. It's loyalty to the party. It's it's literally this is also Orwellian, and people don't realize it. They're like cheering for these things. It's like, yeah, seize their bank accounts, and you're like, wait, bro, you do realize next time it's you, <laughs> like you, you you moron, like think, please think. These things are happening and people people don't recognize it. It's like they're they're so whooped up in like the garbage propaganda that they don't get what's actually happening and how it is detrimental to them and their families line forever. Like this this is literally if if this tips if the west tips in the you know the charter of human rights cuz we may as well call it that now cuz it's not guaranteed is is well if it tips where where what's left? What's left for human rights? It becomes terrifying, doesn't it, Joseph? Yeah, it would be because, I mean, the world kind of watches us. Yeah. Because I know a few, like, Australians and a couple foreigners, and they always, they, I mean, I know them because they visited America. And, they, and they're like, in America, they're like fans of it, you know? Yep. 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 And that, and that's the thing too. So wh- again, you know, for all the terrible things America is, it's also, it's also an ideal. It's an ideal that like people, the world over aspire to because th- they can't do simple things we can do. And that is what's known as that individual Liberty. Like I said, I'm not going to go into that because uh, then I'm get the fingers pointed at me and screaming, right winger, right winger. We knew it. Get him, take him down, get him. I don't care. Call me what you want to call me. I just want to. I just want to talk, and I just want to get along with people. And it, it doesn't seem that hard to me. Uh, so what else? So you got this idea of facial facial recognition and mass surveillance. What else? If you got to pick a second thing here uh, of a terrifying emerging technology, uh, w- what concerns you? Um, maybe like like I said, I don't I don't know like specific. I'm not gonna like bring anything specific but maybe if they made us made a like i said they were selecting people like them like you got a call let's say i got a call and they and then all of a sudden like the government's there like i'm in the men in black and they're there and that's because they have something unique they want and maybe it's like part of every like like everyone's gonna be a part of this puzzle in their mind like i i fear for like the the supernatural kind of is basically what i'm saying like this technology and supernatural okay and like messing with stuff they don't know oh i see so sort of like they do know it i got you i got you go ahead go ahead yeah, but like even if they do know, I mean, I just think we're good. We're pretty. We're do, we're. I mean, we've been living for thousands of years. We have books and stuff in the ground, and I don't think messing with our 
with our people and stuff is a good idea. Yeah, it is. It is interesting that uh, as the human. Yeah, yeah. As uh, I get what you're saying, as as science sort of uh, uh, catches up to what that term of magic happens to be, it does become supernatural, paranormal in some sense. And then again, right? Like, what are the implications of all this terrible stuff, like the media, the social media, and the rest of this? On like, what is the toll on the human soul? Right. And so you want you want you may you may say soul, you may say psyche, you may say subconscious, you may say there, there's so many ways you can kind of, uh, you know, uh, or uh, consciousness, whatever it is, there, there's a toll that this stuff takes and it's a human toll. And yeah, I'm with you, brother. I'm with you, brother. Uh, good. Good takes as always. You're the best, Joseph. Uh, we got another minute or so. Uh, if you got anything else for us. Um, like for technology, I always think of like the main things like i want like i imagine like we build like literally giant submarines call them like the yellow submarine or something one of them and that's like generation ships i don't i I don't know how you would do it though like i i I believe in a natural flow like not taking people out of the human flow you know so doing everything but also benefiting humans, you know, while you do it. Like you can't keep producing new stuff if you're oppressing people. Like I, I don't know how many people in uh, North Korea are coming up with new ideas for stuff, but I bet they don't come up with much. Because they're not allowed to. Yeah. They're not allowed to talk to each other. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, only within the prescribed bounds of the party. And again, right, if you control uh, conversation to that level, you don't have humanity at all anymore. Joseph, you're the best, my brother. We're out of time. Thank you so much for the phone call. Thanks for listening. Joseph here has a YouTube channel called Hydro Hose. Check it out. Links in the description. He does original music and some other stuff. You're the best, bro. Thanks so much for the call. Well, we'll talk to you soon. Have a great night. Thanks, man. Thanks, you too. There you go. Easy as that. 702-957-1037. What are your thoughts on this? As we get down to the bottom of the hour here, I wonder, I wonder, what is the most dangerous emerging technology? I don't want to hear from the experts. I want to hear from you. Regular people just like me. That's right. As we wind down, what is this? What's time-wise? Oh, we're out of time. This is Troubled Minds. I'm Michael Strange. Don't go anywhere. More emerging technologies, things to be wary of, and your phone calls when we return. We got Dre coming up, I believe. Be it right back. 702-957-1037. Don't go anywhere. Welcome back to Troubled Minds. I'm your host, Michael Strange, and we are streaming on Rockfin, YouTube, DLive, and Twitter, and we are broadcasting live on the Fringe FM. We're taking your phone calls tonight as we discuss exactly this. 
What's the most dangerous emerging technology? And I'm looking at this from glass half full. Again, I think as humans, we got ourselves here. I believe we can get ourselves out. But what are the things that you think are the most concerning for the next century for humanity to progress to where we need to be? There's all kinds of things. We're talking about CRISPR. We're talking about the surveillance state. We're talking about all kinds of crazy stuff because, of course, that's what this is all about because, of course, it is called Troubled Minds. So taking your phone calls at 702 957 1037 that's 702 957 1037 and we'll put you on the show or you can click the discord link at troubledminds.org and uh, we'll put you on the show this way as well just like this just like this I'm gonna just uh, I'll just pop I'll just pop it in the color queue I got you I got you Dre we're just gonna do it right here alright uh, please please mute up and we'll put you on in just a sec alright so we are taking your phone calls at 702 957 1037 let me kill the music and let's go to Dre in I forgot the state. South Carolina? Drain South 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 Carolina? What's up, Dre? South Carolina, you got it right. Yeah. I got it. Yes. All right. Dre in South Carolina. Welcome to Troubled Minds. What's on your mind tonight? The question is this. Let's reframe this for you. What's the most dangerous emerging technology, and what should we be concerned about for the future of humanity? We, we've talked about CRISPR tonight. We've talked about the surveillance state. talked about social credit scores. Uh, tons of stuff. AI and uh, the three laws of uh, Asimov's robotics. What concerns you, my friend? Ooh, okay. Thank you for repeating that question just so I can kind of gather my mind back around all of these thoughts that I have racing through my head. So I heard a couple callers talk about uh, the facial recognition thing being a problem. And I kind of want to say that that's been going on for so many years now. That's, that shouldn't really be a current worry. Like we've all been uploading our pictures to all of our social medias for so long that Facial recognition is a thing. It's going on. It's been going on. Like you, you could just put that to the back of your mind. When it comes to um, future technologies that do worry me, uh, Elon Musk's um, what what is his program with the brain wires hooking up to an app to your phone for epileptics? Neuralink. Neuralink. What? Neuralink. Neuralink. Right. That worries me unbelievably. So considering how many times every supposedly protected system gets hacked and what scares me the most about it is like okay dude say I get the neural link in my brain because I have epilepsy and I want to control this shit right I have an app on my phone I'm sorry for cursing Thank sorry you. for that thanks for noticing. um <clears throat> sorry um say I have an app on my phone that lets me uh read or at least let my doctor read whatever printouts or whatever readings they have from that neural link who the hell says that that app is protected from hackers who who says that that app can't be hacked by someone that just wants to control me into being some sort of i don't i don't even know what they would want to make me as but how would that not let them affect my brain chemistry affect affect how my brain works if they're able to hack my phone because phones are easily hacked in order to get into that right yes exactly i always say if it can be built, it can be hacked, especially if you, as soon as you connect it to the internet, it's vulnerable. That's it. That's the bottom line. And what's the point in having a Neuralink attached to you that's not attached to the internet? What's the point? 
right? Exactly. So, so eventually, once they make that connection, you can build it. Therefore, you can hack it. And think about this. I don't like the idea of self-driving cars, right? Because what if I'm a dissident? Because I am for sure, right? And I don't mean it in the sense that I want the downfall of the system. I want the system to be better, right? And I want to talk about the things that will make the system better. But in my eyes, I'm just like, hey, trying to do good work for you, myself and for the, our fellow humans, right? But the system itself sees me as a threat because I'm pointing out problems in the system. So we have a serious like difference of opinion, but I become the dissident. And if I get in a self-driving car, what do you think my odds of accident are a little higher than everybody else's? You know what I'm saying? Wink, wink. I ain't going to get oh, in I'm, sure, I'm pretty sure your car isn't going to recognize that the 18 wheeler in front of you is stopped. Yeah, right? for sure. It's going to have an no, error. It's just going to run straight under that. Critical error. Yeah. No, not doing it. Not doing it. I'm going I'm to drive an old beater forever if that's what it takes. I'm, I'm not doing it. I'm not getting in one of those things. No chance. But yeah, so there's, there's a lot to be concerned about, right? There's a ton of stuff here. So regarding facial recognition, by the way, the, the problem with it is you are correct in the sense that we've uploaded the hell out of all this, right? We, we put our stuff on FaceApp and Facebook and all the rest of this stuff, and they're farming our faces constantly. But the reason they're doing that is clear to use it against us like that what what else could you literally what else could you use it for like it's one of those things where like if you want to generate like faces for ads you could do that digitally and it's you know not be a real person that's fine but if you want actual faces from actual people what's the point of having them if you're not going to somewhat some way somehow access that database and snap of a finger as quickly identify you or me or anybody else you know what i mean i can't think of a, an innocuous reason why you would need an entire facial recognition database of every human on earth makes no sense well one of my one of my favorite ways to think about this is all of these trends that keep coming up in my Facebook feed or an Instagram feed or whatever, doing like a 10-year challenge. Post a picture of you from 10 years ago and then post a picture of you from you now. And all that is doing is teaching the AI how to age people's faces yes. from their photo. <laughs> yes. That shit makes me laugh so hard. I'm sorry, I get the cursing. My bad. Um, it makes me laugh so hard because I'm like, why Why are you literally letting this, this AI why are you giving it info why are you giving it data in order to know how to how to age human faces for whatever reason it wants to learn how to do that like that that blows my mind i'm like stop stop doing that people please stop doing that i i understand you went through a huge transformation and you're proud of yourself and all this other stuff but you know what at least don't tag it with the hashtag of 10 year challenge because that's what the ai is going to be searching and that's how they're going to know how to identify you 10 years from now even after you did the 10 year before challenge, even if you don't want to be recognized in the system, even if you don't want to keep going along with their whole AI, let's, let's identify everyone just from their pupils or just from their facial structure or just from their DNA or whatever. If you don't want to be recognized by that, then you know what? Stop using the freaking hashtags, homie. Stop using all that stuff that'll, that'll give the system ways to identify you without you even knowing about it. And the programs itself, like, like, again, don't use FaceApp, don't use Facebook, don't use these, don't use these shady companies that are doing exactly like you're describing. There are ways you can disconnect and not do any of that. You see people with uh, profile photos that are not themselves. They don't put pictures of themselves on the internet, right? There are ways you can, you can still use technology and not feed the beast. 
100 percent what else you got for us so so uh facial recognition uh, i've just wanted to counterpoint your your thought there just with my thought uh it's not not a debate not an argument nobody's right nobody's wrong but uh, what else you got regarding the rest of this what about crispr any of these other things what what would be your your second idea here regarding what we should be wary of in the future of technology I don't know. Okay, so today I was watching a video with Neil deGrasse Tyson talking about simulation theory, right? And he was really worried about it at first when he heard this one philosopher's argument saying that if a, if a society could create a simulation where they could literally simulate their entire world, then who says we are not that world creating that world? And then that world then thus creates another world, all in simulation. It goes on for a gazillion worlds you know what i mean if you can create a world that emulates your world and your world is capable of simulating your entire world along with human consciousness along with the whole human experience then who says the world you create cannot create another world that does the same thing that cannot simulate another world that does the same thing right and that's what his worry was so you're talking about the metaverse (laughs) the metaverse No. no no i'm not because the metaverse is not it's it's not enough to in order to simulate our entire experience. Not yet. It's not still, yet. It, it, I know. I know. I know it's not yet. I know it's close, but it's it's not yet. Right? The Sims world isn't actually our world. But what Neil deGrasse Tyson was talking about was if that's if that's a possibility, right? If whatever whatever universe that we live in, if we are capable of simulating our exact universe in a simulation then who says that that simulation can't then create another simulation of that universe that they're living in? And the only thing that brought him back from the brink of freaking out and realizing that his own existence doesn't mean anything was a different philosopher that came in and said, if we're not able to simulate our universe to the exact detail that we experience it yet, if we are not yet able to do that, and that means whatever simulation we might create would not be able to do it to us. So that means we, therefore, are not in a simulation because we cannot access that level of technology yet. Now, what freaks me out entirely so is if and or when we are able to create that simulation that literally will produce a whole experience that is exactly like the world that we experience around us. If I, I am touching a tree right now, if I am able to live, if I am able to log into something that can literally recreate the feeling of me touching the leaf that I'm touching right now and create, recreate the smell of the grass that is around me right now, if it is able to do everything so perfectly, well, homie, that's going to make me question freaking everything everything. and i am not gonna know anything (laughs) and i already know i don't know anything but that's gonna make me know i even more so that i don't know anything and man is that gonna be a mind screw (laughs) thank you thank you for hedging (laughs) hedging your bets there yes and mind screw indeed and no no i'm with you so and i think that the craziest part about what you're describing is that uh, I, th- I think if there are layers of that, layers of that already, they call it base reality, right? It is that uh, I, I think, like, like this is my philosophy on this. 
it doesn't matter, does it? I mean, let's say let's say you and I are living in the same simulation created by some advanced race from 10 million years ago, right? And they're just maybe maybe it's us from the future, and we're simulating our past for for kicks in some sort of a, you know uh, I don't know nuclear war sim or something. You know what I mean? Like who knows, right? Like who knows what the end is of this simulation? It doesn't matter, does it? Meaning that uh, my philosophy on the fact is that you and I as products of that construct are still uh, software that needs to be at our best, right? Like, let's say that we are just ones and zeros, you and me, just just to say, let's exclude everybody else because we're talking right now, but you and I are just right. ones and zeros. We are literally just software. Don't you still want to be the best software you can be? I do. <laughs> I don't want to be running with errors I, and bugs and crap. Know. I mean, okay, okay, okay. Given, given my own experience in this life and given how it hasn't been anywhere close to perfect, but it has taught me so many lessons in how to be a better person, how to be a better human. It's also taught me more about the world around me than living an easy life could have. That, that's the only thing that makes me lend towards the belief that I'm not in a simulation because I don't really feel like computer programs would give a crap that much about learning lessons throughout their life, throughout their experience. So, okay, maybe, maybe we are in a simulation, but that doesn't mean that my consciousness is not a separate thing from the simulation. Maybe my consciousness is just inhabiting a body in this simulation in order to learn a lesson or in order to experience whatever this life has to offer. That's, that's the other side of it. Because I, I don't feel like any life is wasted and any consciousness is wasted. Yeah, okay, we could be in a simulation. We could not be. But why would that ever stop you from wanting this simulation to be the best experience that you could have if you only have a limited amount of time here? And we agree. 100%. That's exactly what I was saying. We just said it different ways. Exactly. I, I, <laughs> I, agree, I couldn't agree more. And that's, that's the point of this. It's like, hey, look. It, it, like the construct kind of doesn't matter because we're still ourselves. We, we still, even if we're not like a singular being, and this is an interesting thing about too, about that base reality and like maybe that simulation theory is it, it fits into the paranormal. It fits into souls being connected. It fits into the force. It fits into all these ideas of us being one because we're, we're all the same code, right? I mean, that, that to me is it's, it's an endearing aspect of that idea. So it's like, okay, we are literally all connected through one program, an actual pro mm. computer program. You know what I mean? So and there, there are so many ways to look at it and think about it. But like I said, there's some, so again, like I always say about when we talk about uh, the idea of this living in a matrix, it, my ego hates it. But you know what? My ego doesn't run the world or the universe or anything. So Well, no, 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 no. Here's where, here's where I'll disagree with you, right? Here's okay. where I'll disagree with you. Sure. Because if you were in the simulation, okay? Say you're in a simulation, I'm in the simulation, right? My simulation is literally centered around me. Your simulation is literally centered around you. Because there's no way the computer programming could be enough to simulate the whole world at all the time, all at all time and all levels with all the mountains, with all the forests, with all the deserts. That that's not possible. Your simulation would only be creating the world around you. It's creating the earth beneath your feet right now. It's creating your microphone. It's creating your computer screens just around you. 
And that's your simulation. My simulation is me standing in the middle of my front yard, surrounded by grass and azalea bushes and a bamboo fence and a fire pit. And that's what's creating around me. So that doesn't mean necessarily that you don't matter. It means that you literally matter so much to your simulation that it is, cre- it is putting all this power into creating the life that you have built ar- around you, just like it does around me. But, and but, that's a beautiful thing, I think. It is, but but they're not. Uh, I think the thing is, right, if you ever played like a game like Sims on, uh, like, this is old. This is like 20 years ago. Like, they, they like were 15 doing, years ago I did, yeah. Yeah, but. yeah, they were doing this <laughs> stuff a long time ago. And so that's the thing, right? So just because, so you're, what you're describing is two completely different realities, just for, for sake of conversation, I understand. But the thing is that we were able to do that 20 years ago us like just regular ass people so i i think i i don't know it, it is it is a it is a mind screw in the immortal words of dre it is a mind screw <laughs> and uh and i and i will say this let's just be the best programs we can be right and, and it it uh, i think i think it fits no matter what no matter what we're talking about like you know and you can swap the word programs and people that's fine 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 let's be the best people we can be and if it's a pro, if we're programmed, so be it. I'm going to do my best, Dre. I know you're going to do your best, and I for that uh, I know the world will be a better place, and that's a good thing. Good enough for me. Good enough for me. Hell yeah, Mike! Thanks for having me on, man. Pleasure. Pleasure is mine as well. Thanks for calling. Uh, always welcome anytime. Hop back in here, Thank Dre. Uh, Dre in uh, South Carolina. I remembered. I remembered. Seven zero two. Thanks. Thanks. Have a great one. Seven zero two nine five seven one zero three seven. Click the Discord link, and uh, I'll put Dre in there. Go ahead and mute up Dre if you want to stay there. You can listen from there because I know there's a weird delay when we swap channels and whatnot. But you're still on air, and if you speak, people will hear you. Just to let you know. Okay, so uh, this is the deal, right? We're still talking about this. The ever-present concern of emerging technologies. Great stuff from Dre there. Some good ideas regarding all of this. Like, what is it? What does it all mean? And I think it's interesting that uh, once you get to the point where you start considering all the things, all the things seem to lead back to the one thing. And what is the one thing? Consciousness. What is the one thing? What does it mean to be me? Why am I different than you? Why are we different together? But also we're so much the same together. You know what I mean? Like there's this whole sort of whirlwind of similarities that seem to all, no matter what we talk about on this show, it all seems to kind of trace back to that idea of consciousness. And uh, what does it mean? What What is that thing itself? Are we just some lucky mud, uh, knuckleheaded things just rolling through and I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You, you tell me. I have no idea. Uh, seven, we got a few, more, a few minutes left for you. Uh, approximately four, four and a half, five minutes if somebody wants to jump in here real quick as we finish this up. Uh, 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. You can click the Discord link at troubleminds.org and come join us that way. We were just talking to Dre on Discord. And uh, that's that's the thing, right? Again, Discord's free. It's a chat client, voice client. You can use it like an old school telephone. You can share photographs and links and chat with people like an old school AOL chat room. You guys remember that? You guys old enough to remember the old original AOL chat rooms? I used to chat on this program called, uh, it was Alamac. You remember that? Like just these weird chat rooms before, like before the, like kind of at the dawn of the internet where people would get in there with these anonymous crazy usernames and be chatting with each other. And it was like the first place where like it started the culture, of, you know, you, not the, not the first, but it was one of the first, let's say, where it started that culture of arguing with strangers on the internet. Yeah. I tell you what, we've come a long way since then. 
sin and our arguments have amplified tenfold. <laughs> it's so crazy. Anyway, so looking here from you, got a few minutes left. 702-957-1037. What is your idea here regarding the ever-present concern of emerging technologies? Let's just burn through a few of these in this Gizmodo article, which we didn't really get to. Now, this guy says, Zephyr Teachout, uh, says uh, the associate professor at law at Fordham University, says, private workplace surveillance that's pretty wild. That's a pretty good one. Uh, what else? Let's roll down. Michael Littman, professor of computer science, Brown University, says, oh, AI. One of the biggest panel uh, panel's biggest concerns about AI is techno-solutionism. The attitude that technology like AI can be, solved to, uh, can be used to solve any problem. The aura of neutrality and impartiality that many people associate with AI decision-making results in systems being accepted as objective and helpful, even though they may be applied inappropriately and can be built on the results of biased historical decisions or even blatant discrimination what have i been saying for years for literally years and look these are experts right i've been saying this same stuff for years and these are experts and this is what i'm this is what i'm saying to you nothing beats good old-fashioned common hobbit sense hobbit sense and I don't have hairy feet. <laughs> well, not very hairy. And so that's the thing, right? Good old-fashioned common sense. And look, more experts. What else do they have to say? Let's let's actually put this uh, to the fact of what we talk about in context of these conversations on Troubled Minds, right? And see what these experts are saying. And guess what? You're going to see some pretty, pretty hilarious similarities of what we've been saying for years now. We can say that. What we have been saying for years. Here's another one. David Shumway Jones. Jones, a professor of epidemiology of Harvard University. There are clearly many contenders for the title of most dangerous emerging technology. CRISPR and other gene editing technologies could wreak havoc, though they may prove to be less powerful than their proponents. Surma, uh, proponents promise. I said surmise. You see what I did there? What's going on, guys? There's more. There's more here. Uh, we'll get into more of this as we go. We're about out of time. But this is the thing, right? I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Do not fall for the fallacy of the expert, meaning uh, the, the appeal to authority. Experts are, they're smart. They're experts, all right? But they're also very niche. They are very in one particular discipline, right? They're not, they're not generalists at life. You can't, you, again, unless you're Dr. Fauci, then you're, then, you're, then you're the bestest doctor in all the land and you can say whatever the hell you want because, well, uh, it's science and then it's common sense and then it's science and then it's not science and then you just lie and make up whatever you want and all the rest of these things, right? That's fine if you're Dr. Fauci because you don't have to stick to the science because the science is a fungible thing because it's politics now and it's not science anymore. But, well, I'll have that debate with him debate with him any day by the way and guess what i don't have a fancy degree and like all these years in the government making a huge salary i'm pretty sure i'll hold my own against that guy and this is the thing right it's not about being smart it's about just listening to yourself and listening to hey i've got some concerns here like why why am i stressed what is going on in the world around me let's think about these things and well by golly let's talk about these things and you betcha you betcha you betcha. Uh, if there's things to say, well, you have the ability to create a radio show. See what happened? What do we do? What do we do? We, we begin on YouTube and we end, well, in the stars. 
All right, as we finish, it goes a little something like this. Uh, you guys know the drill. We uh, we do this Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday at 7 p.m. Pacific. And, uh, well, the, the conversation is ongoing. This is not... I like to keep them sort of like encapsulated in, you know, little episodes of just one conversation, sort of niche, you, you could say. But it's, a, it's an ongoing conversation. You could combine all these things into one huge, long conversation, and that's the point of all of this. Life is not so simple as one single thing. Thing. Life is complicated. People are complicated. Relationships are complicated. The world is complicated. And so, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, everybody, I bring you Troubled Minds. Thank you again. As we finish, it goes a little something like this. If you're listening to us on the Fringe FM, stay tuned for Joe Roop Lighting the Void. If you're listening to us on any other platform, including the podcast feed, stay tuned for a third hour of Troubled Minds. And uh, also like this. I'm me, you're you, but together we're us. And that's a powerful thing. Thank you for listening. From our Troubled Minds to yours, have a great night. What's up? We are off the fringe FM, but that doesn't mean the conversation is done because, of course, nobody tells us when to stop because we're grown ass people and we do what we want. We do what we want. All right. So this is the thing, right? We're still talking about this. We got Dre here. We're going to get back to Dre in a sec. Dre says, I got some stuff to say about CRISPR. Perfect. We're still talking about this idea, this idea of technology. And we'll get to what some of these experts say. And let's see how the experts hold up to the troubled minds nation. Oh, yeah. Well, guess what? It's a, It mirrors pretty much all the things we've been talking about for years now. Years now. Yes, years. And so, well, uh, we're going to keep on talking about this. The idea tonight is this. The ever-present concern of emerging technologies. What do you think we should be most concerned about regarding technology now, which is in its infancy, regarding the next hundred years and the future of humanity? 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. This is Troubled Minds. I'm Michael Strange. I'm me, you're you, together we're us. Don't go anywhere. More Troubled Minds on the way. Two-minute break. Two-minute break. We'll be right back with Dre. She's got some things to say about CRISPR, and we're taking your phone calls as well. Be right back. Don't go anywhere. Welcome back to Troubled Minds. I'm your host, Michael Strange, and we are streaming on Rockfin, YouTube, DLive, and Twitter, and we're taking your phone calls. We're discussing this idea of technology. What about budding technology now 
what should we what should we be most concerned about? Again, we 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 talked about all kinds of stuff tonight: facial recognition. We talked about social credit scores. Talked about the three laws: Isaac Asimov, uh, robotics, AI. We talked about. Uh, we haven't got to CRISPR yet. We're going to get to that in just a sec with Dre here. We talked about uh, the idea of Neuralink and uh, uh, the idea of living in a simulation, uh, Skynet. All kinds of things are coming up, right? And this is what I'm saying: it's a complicated world anymore. And there's a ton of things. There's a ton of things that we've talked about on this show. And again, like I said, don't get me wrong, please. If you're new to this show, don't don't get me wrong. This is not Alex Jones. This is not that the end is nigh. This is not you know preaching to uh, adherence. It's not that. It's 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 a conversation, and it's okay if we disagree. But I truly believe in the end of a conversation, we can still get along, even if we disagree, and that's okay. Like like again, you got to understand. Like the the world we live in is this bizarre dystopia that they try and tell us if we disagree, it's 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 the end of the world. And it's not. I mean, fuck sakes, we can learn from each other, can't we? I mean, we're supposed to disagree. If we agree with everything everybody said, then is this really the world at all? This seems like a bizarre-ass computer program, if you ask me. One more time, 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. We'll put you on the show. Or you can click the Discord link at troubledminds.org, and we'll put you on just like this. Let's go right back to Dre in South Carolina. What's up, Dre? You still there? Test one, two? Yeah. I'm here, man. I'm here. Welcome back to Troubled Minds. What's up? How are you? You said you had some things to say about CRISPR technology. Go right ahead. I do. Uh, one second. I just wanted to say thank you for making the statement that if we all agreed on something, it would be a boring life, right? That, that, that's the inherent meaning of what, what you said? Yes, absolutely. Uh, well, not only that, it, it would seem more, more like a simulation to me. <laughs> right? right? It'd be, it'd be pretty boring, right? If we all boring. agreed on the same thing. And, that, and that's kind of what, um, going off topic just slightly, uh, there's this trilogy of books that Joseph Campbell wrote um, that I read. Uh, one of them is called Apotheosis. And the, the bad guys in the, in the books are all about making everyone like everyone else. You have the same haircut, you wear the same clothes, and all the rebels are the ones that are taken out and like put onto the prison planet. It, it's kind of where the prison planet concept comes from. I'm going off topic here, and I'm sorry about that. You're good. It you're just good. reminded me of it because it's like all of the rebels that didn't want to conform, that didn't want to agree with everyone else, that didn't want to follow the rules that this supposed higher society or, or uh, culture taking over their world, they didn't agree with it. They were put onto the prison planet that is Earth. I stuck here in this reality in order to live out this hard life of being human. And I just thought it was it was pretty perfect for what I kind of already think is going on. No, but when perfect. it comes to CRISPR, right? Getting back on topic. Yeah, okay. you're right. no, you're okay. <laughs> Hold on, you're okay though. So, so the good thing about Joseph Campbell, I'm a Joseph Campbell fan, by the way. And so, so the thing is with that is there's there's a lot to him in that he's taking that human experience and then not only kind of extrapolating backward but forward in that uh, right we have these cyclical mythologies that we're you know could be mythology that could be prophecy that could be both right and it goes both ways we talk about the micro macro we talk about retro causality we talk about things like this on this show in particular but joseph campbell had a lot of stuff right that 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 dude was an amazing dude and uh, i'm glad you brought him up we we don't talk about him often enough but uh just wanted to say uh, i'm glad you're a fan as well go right ahead on crisper my friend Oh, man, I'm sorry. I have such a shit-eating grin on my face right now that you know who the hell I'm talking about because no one ever knows who the hell I'm talking about when I bring this person up, especially not like the trilogy of books. Have you... 
I wish I remembered all three names of the books. It's one of them's Apotheosis. Do you do you know the trilogy that I'm that I'm talking about? I know the trilogy. I can't remember the names. It's been a very long time. Oh man, you should totally reread those. They are so amazing. Okay, sorry. I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna let that go. And um, you just made me <laughs> so okay. so happy that you knew who the hell I was talking about in the books. That's awesome. Um, okay, so with CRISPR, right? So it's a it's a genome um, technology that is helping scientists kind of um, navigate how babies come about, right? In in a most in the most generic words, that that's kind of how it it can be how the technology can be focused. Yes. Yes. So, yes. So so the 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 big concern right now in what has made the news is those uh those uh designer babies that they're that they're creating in China with uh, right. making their brown eyes right. blue type of thing. Uh, right. Th- the biggest okay. thing is they that there's a big uh, to do about they said that they created these children with CRISPR uh, technology editing their genome so they were immune to the HIV virus by the way. So that was like the big to do recently in China regarding this. But clearly if that's public the more frightening aspect is how deep does that rabbit hole go? If they can do that, what else can they do? Go right ahead. Right. Okay. But let's look, let's look at all the positive things that can be done with this technology. Let's look at all the the inherited diseases and, and just genetic problems and, and health and mental not only mental health, but physical health issues that people can avoid if they have this technology available to them. Imagine all all of the um, let's say the breast cancer um, gene that that is in women that can literally just be there laying dormant until you reach a certain age when it when it goes active and then suddenly you get breast cancer that kills you. Yeah. If you're able to to avoid that outcome, then yeah, let let's do that shit, man. Yeah, no, agreed, 100%, 100%. And that's why we do this, because, uh, again, like I say, technology is always a double-edged sword. We're on, the, we're on the razor's edge with this, because it can go good ways, because this is not all negative stuff. And you know me, like I said, a 51% glass half full. That's how I see the world. It's like, hey, look, we got here, let's get us out of it. But there's also more good stuff than bad stuff. And it's worth noticing, worth, worth recognizing, worth seeing, and worth talking about. So I'm glad you brought that up as well. And that, that's what this is, this, is, this is about. It's okay. It's like uh, sometimes me being the conspiracy guy on the microphone, right? Like I get how people would misconstrue my ideas, right? My overall concern with life and the rest of this, I, it's, it's not like you think. It's not like you think. I'm with you, 100%. If, if we could trust humanity and the governments and the major corporations and all the rest of this to do the right thing, there's no problem with this technology, any technology, really, because then you trust people. But then again, right, we have the, the greed motivation, and then suddenly you can't trust people anymore, and that becomes a, the greater problem, right? Now, well, I'm not so naive to say that, like, like let's trust people because people can't be trusted however um when when it comes down to this this level of technology when it comes to affecting the genomes of babies to be born i'd say if people want to get designer babies let them get designer babies because the money that they're paying for those designer babies that's going to go fund the research it's going to fund the doctors that can then help the other babies that have genetic issues that have a lot of health problems that are not yet there if they can avoid them then you know what? If some rich asshole 
wants to go out and spend a couple million to get his designer baby, let him do that so then a lot of other poor babies, or not even poor babies, but babies that, babies that come from parents that can't afford that technology in order to help them, let that fund that research. Let it fund that to where it becomes affordable for people to be able to avoid just life, just debilitating illness. Do you know what I mean? Like, let let people do whatever they want to do with it on that end of the spectrum. As long as it trickles down, not, okay, I said trickles down like trickle down <laughs> economics. I'm going to stop myself there. I'm going to stop myself. You dirty right winger. How it dare you? How dare you? No, no, no. We're, I know. We're not, I know. No, 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 no. There's, there's, no uh, there's no electric fence conversation here. <laughs> you're fine. You're fine. But you, know what, but you know what I mean? I don't mean trickle down. What I mean is that. If some rich people paying for designer babies will eventually help people that don't have that level of money or level of income, if it will help them in the end in order to save their children from pain, from illness, from early death, then you know what? Let let those rich fucks fund that research. Let their money go to their own weirdo designer babies that are probably going to end up being not what they wanted them to be to begin with. Let that fund that so in order to help normal people, in order to help regular people, in order to help the mass populations that have to live with these debilitating health problems all the time. Yeah, no. And again, I think that's part of, part of the, the discussion, the overall discussion in that uh, there, there are, let's say, less savory things that need to happen for technological breakthroughs that will help a great many people in the long run. And so I'm not suggesting we should do horrific like medical experiments, but in your, in your sense of the term, it's like, Hey, you know what? Like, let them let, like, they're not hurting anybody. It's their own child. It's their own. It's, it's, they, they control the means of that production. Right. But, but then again, what we learn from those, those, uh, let's say experiments, will help a great many people. And I agree with you. I mean, that's that's what technology is about. That's what science is about. That's what learning and making mistakes is about. It's all good. But you got you to understand, too, that there's a dark side to this and that uh, let's say that uh, this becomes prevalent in the sense of like uh, test tube babies and in the, in the sense of like, uh, you know, the sort of the, the two-tier society, the three-tier society. That's that, this, is, this is the dark mind in me, like the 1984 George Orwell mind in me where you're like, well, wait, you know, like what if you can create like not perfect humans, but let's say more perfect humans, right? And then that is the that becomes the class that becomes the class to be. You see, so it's it, it's still if it becomes widespread and prevalent in in just the society at large, then there's still us. We're still you and me are still the unwashed masses, right? It become it becomes problematic. So there again, like anything, there are two sides to every story and uh, two sides to the discussion. And there that would be my concern with that. But you're correct. I, th- I agree I with you. When um. I think, okay, so you brought up test tube babies, right? My sister and her wife, both of their daughters, both of my wonderful, beautiful nieces were test tube babies. They, they took um, eggs from my sister and her wife, put them, in, put them in a Petri dish. They had a donor that they specifically chose for both of their daughters. They don't know which egg was fertilized, and then they implanted it in my sister-in-law. And that's how my two nieces were born. So when it comes to test tube babies, like, no man, I already got them in my family. Like that—that's no, perfect. no. But you I misunderstand. Love the fact that they were able to have babies. It was just a term. It was just a term I used. So you misunderstand. So that is fine. There's nothing wrong with. I literally, I have not one single issue with any of that. 
the, the second you start taking those test tube babies and tinkering with their genome to create something that they would not have been naturally, that becomes problematic. And it can be. Like you said, there's a lot to learn from it. It will help a lot of people with debilitating illnesses and all the rest of that. I'm just saying the, the dark side of that is creating that uber human. And, you, and I use that word intentionally that because it, it's, it's, a, it's, a dark, it's a dark way. It's a dark road. That's all. So, so Here, we're, wait, we here's agree. A, here's a question, though. Here, sure. Here's sure. a question, though. Here's a question, though. When it comes to human evolution and, let's say, Darwinism, right? The, the best of the species is what reproduces. Correct? Like, isn't, isn't that how uh, evolution's kind of already been going no, on? The no. reproduction of species? No. I mean, the best of the species kind of reproduces with the best of the species. Do you want to carry on your genes in order to, that's how you choose a mate and whatnot? Ish. Yes, ish. I mean, it's, it's extremely complicated, but let's say ish, just for sake of argument. We can't go into Darwin and the species and all the rest of that. But but yeah, let's say ish. Okay, sure. Sure, okay. Okay, okay. And let's let's not... Never mind, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take back my thoughts on, on that. But throughout <laughs> human history, I, well, I had, it was, it's going to, that would just be a flamethrower, and I'm not going to do that. Um, take me down. History, Come get me, Dre. That's what I'm here for. But, mm, no, I, <laughs> it would probably make me look like a complete asshole, and I'm not willing to do that yet. Okay, all right. Um, <laughs> You're welcome to, though. You're welcome so, to. Throughout history, um, as humans have... Um, their societies have gained control over other societies or other cultures. Let's say that we've kind of interbred in order to make better humans, right? Like yes. the royal family, they, they interbreed all the time in order to keep the royal blood in their in their line. Now, yes. granted, that doesn't exactly produce uh, the best of the species, considering um, all the hemophilia <laughs> Prince and all Andrew. of the Prince Albert and yeah, Andrew. That's what I meant. Prince Andrews doesn't exactly produce the best, but that that's been done over centuries. So, I mean, it's kind of like if you want to if you want to worry about producing the uber human, then man, you got you got a whole fight against the entire human history, in my opinion. You know what I mean? Like when it comes to CRISPR. Let let the freaks do what they want to do. Like there aren't that many billionaires out there in order to fund this shit. So if they want to fund it, let them fund it for their own weirdo, whatever they want to call superhuman babies. Because I kind of doubt they're going to turn out that way, dude. And really, I, and I don't and disagree let, let with it, you. I don't disagree with you. But what happens? Okay, the the dark side again. <laughs> what happens when this becomes? What happens when this becomes so so cheap and easily accessible that everybody's doing it? Right, you're, you're talking billionaires, and right now that's probably what this is about. But what happens when everybody's doing this? They're like, like ah, you know, like you've heard this, right? You've heard, you've heard this clearly that uh, the one-child policy in China for a very long time made it so that when they found out that they they were going to have a, a girl child, they just uh, aborted it or or gave birth and just like buried the kid outside, right? Like, and and what did that result in? It, it resulted in a birth deficit in China, where now they have to actually convince people to have kids. Yes, like a huge bottleneck. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And I'm not. And this is, but this is the point. So that's exactly the point I'm making. Is that basically, if you give everybody this technology and they start doing things like this, I agree with you that in the long term, we're talking millions of years in evolution and Darwinism and back to all of that. Right. That's the end goal. Right. So if we're if we're basically skipping steps to do that, well, 
at some point we're taking the the playing God into our own hands. And so there are things we still don't know about that process as well. It's still even the term, the term evolution is still even controversial in some circles, right? Because, because even like we've talked about, uh, uh, genome memory, DNA memory, we've talked about this, right? But the thing is, is that, so there's so much of that we don't even understand and know, but we're still tweaking genomes to create people, Right, but we don't even know what we're changing in terms of what those people were and the things we're changing that may not make them people anymore. You know what I'm saying? We don't know what we don't know. And so as it becomes widespread and prevalent, I think it's it's dangerous. It's dangerous. But again, like you said, on small scales, sometimes right, you gotta what's the term? You got you gotta crack a few eggs to make an omelet, right? <laughs> do you, like you know? Do you know what this conversation reminds me of? It reminds me of the Aljous Huxley book, Brave New World, where you have all the different classes of people that serve their. Have you read that book? Uh, n- no, not not the full book. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna disappoint all right. No, you. man, you should, you should check it out. So, in the book, there are different classes of people. You have the alphas, you have the omegas, you have the deltas. You have it basically goes through the Greek scale, and alphas are the top of the food chain, right? If you're an alpha male and an alpha female, then that's who you mate with. If you're a beta male, a beta female, well, then that's who you mate with. Unless you're a beta male, and then if you're a beta male, you can choose from the different class of women that you want to mate with. But really, you go for another beta male. If you're lucky, you might get an alpha, but really they're not going to go below their class. That's, that's kind of the whole, that's the world that the book is set in. And that's kind of what this conversation reminds me of is that you're worried that if we have this ability to create the, the perfect human, the alpha male, then we're just going to end up setting up a society where that's, that's the cream of the crop. And then where does that leave everybody else? Right? You tell me. Where does that, where does that leave the rest of us? It's still the unwashed uh, masses. It, <laughs> no, the way that book ended up was the, the main character got fed up with the society that he lived in, got tired of told what he could be or what he couldn't be, because according to his intelligence... He was an alpha male, but his stature, his physical stature, based on the genetic composition that he was born from, didn't leave him the tall and masculine alpha male that he should have been. So he had the mind of an alpha male, but the body of like a gamma male or a delta male. So he was an outcast from the alpha society, left to try to fight for all the other alpha women who denied him because he didn't look like an alpha male, even though he had an alpha male mind. So what it turned out to be was that the alpha male, then this alpha male that looked like a gamma male or delta male, whatever it was, I can't remember, it was in high school, he ended up experiencing, he went out to an Indian reservation where the Indians, the, the Native Americans, I'm sorry, excuse me, hadn't been exposed or brought into this society. They still lived their quote unquote primitive lifestyle, living in tribes and living in pueblos and living in clay houses and all this other stuff. To where you went and experienced that and realized like, that there, there's more to life than just dosing yourself. Wow, oh, man, what's the drug from that book? I can't remember. Dosing yourself with whatever that drug was to keep them happy and just complacent in their life. He went out and experienced like, the Native American lifestyle, where it was actually real life. And they had to go out and get their, get their food from the fields. And they had to bring water in and all this other stuff. And the way that it ended up being was that this, this quote-unquote alpha male denied the, the society that he was born into, even though he was supposedly at the, at the head of it, at, at the very top of it, because he realized that that wasn't what life was all about. He realized that life was about the experience and about experiencing what actual senses were instead of being drugged into being complacent 
in the world. You should really read that book. You should really check it out. That, it's freaking there's awesome. so many on my list. There's so many on my list. I, if I, you, you, uh, let me let me tell you, Dre. Do you know how many books I could read if I didn't do this radio show? <laughs> um, I I have about like six bookcases full of books, <laughs> and about half of them I haven't read yet. But that's one I have read. You I'm should just, really check it out. I'm just saying. I've, I've got I've got sort of an excuse recently, uh, but okay, okay. Uh, all that aside, all that aside. <laughs> I'm with you. I understand. Like, I get it. I get that there's a an entire w- – w- there's nuance here, and that's part of why we have these conversations, right? Like, you and I, I think probably we could agree on probably like 90% plus of a lot of things, right? But there's some things that we're not going to, and that's okay because we learn from each other. That's the whole point of these conversations. Uh, so so back, to the, back to the idea here. So we're talking about CRISPR in terms of this uh, emerging technologies. What are your other thoughts or any other ideas on – things we should be uh, concerned about in the future here or uh, you tell me what else you got thank you thank you for bringing me back around to the actual topic because my ADHD takes me off topic a lot I got you. Um, my I got whole you. point with bringing up that that book was to be like okay so let's say we can make the uber human let's say we can make this this perfect human that doesn't mean that that means the death to the rest of us what that means is like that's an experiment and okay let's let if scientists want to try that out, go for it. But that doesn't mean it's going to take away the human experience for everyone else. It doesn't mean that's going to make you less of a man or me less of a woman because they can supposedly make some sort of perfect, quote unquote, woman or man in a test tube. Because kind of honestly, isn't that what celebrities and the media already push in our faces anyway? Aren't yeah. they already pushing this perfect man and perfect woman supposed attributes in our faces anyway? How would that be any different? Yes, because, because, by the way, that was my, when we first started the show tonight, that was my first concern. Remember, I said that I think one of the biggest dangers for us is technology wise is social media combined with the mainstream media because we're pressing shit like this, right? Like photoshopped young women, photoshopped young men that are just like bang, banging off the charts, like because they don't look human, because by the way, they're not. Uh, in most cases, because they've been photoshopped, they've been edited. I'm using a filter right here, right? I look better than I look in real life because I because I have a rosacea on my face, right? And so I, I do this filter. It washes out like the the splotches I get on my face. Like right now, I'm fine. You know, it'd be fine. But like still, like it's still this like bizarre version of humanity that's not even humanity anymore. So, like, imagine when, like, Instagram, for instance, is not Instagram and Photoshop and shit like that. It's real. There are real people that, like, bent, like perfectly photogenic and the perfect skin tone. And, like, you just put them in the gym a couple times a week. And these people are, like, literally 100% superior genetically. Right? I kind of... I kind of... It... You saying that really makes me wonder why that's such a worry for you. Anyone really, because what that then it becomes into like the 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 contemplation of why are you consistently comparing yourself to anyone else? I'm not. Why does that matter? Oh, I'm not. Oh, I'm not. I don't. I, I look. But I mean, for any, I'm not. I don't mean you specifically. I mean for anyone. Like, okay, say there is this perfect person out there. How is them existing in the world really affecting your own personal life? Uh, well, it's not, no, 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 that's not true at all. So like me, yes, because I don't scroll Instagram looking for Photoshop people, 
right? But there, there's a whole class of young people that do. And like the suicide rate for young females in particular is through the roof regarding Instagram users. So like there's a very real human toll in, like you described, sort of pressing this idea of a perfect human out to imperfect humans. It's not, it's not. Yes, I, and I do, I do know that that exists. I do know, I'm not, I'm not ignorant to that. However, I kind of, I, man, I don't know. I don't watch, I don't really watch TV. I don't spend my time on Instagram unless it's just posting something for my, for my job, for my career. I don't, I don't really scroll Facebook through people's posts looking at their photos. And I kind of feel like the young people that this is affecting, I, I honestly wonder why aren't their parents kind of stepping in or if, if not, okay, let's say you don't have to monitor their internet usage, but why aren't you teaching these young, why aren't you teaching these kids? What happened to teaching your kids to love themselves? What happened to teaching your kids to respect themselves, to respect others, to accept yourself for who you are and that you're amazing just because you're alive today and you're a miracle just for being alive. What happened to all of that? You tell me. Uh, I don't know, man. The, the internet I don't came. know. Photoshop came. The internet came. Uh, Cyberbullying came. Uh, ki- ki- young man, people. Man, I was nine. I was nine in access to the internet all the time, and I was in chat rooms on uh, what is it, GeoCities, and I was on AIM, and I was on all that stuff. And man, yeah, it kind of affected me back then. But most of the time, I was like, "This isn't real. This isn't real life. I'm just talking to some weirdo on the internet. Who knows who the hell they are? It doesn't matter." I'm still living in my life, in my body, in this existence. So why would I, I don't, I, I feel like there's, there's a lack of, there's a lack of education for kids these days on recognizing the amazingness of themselves. They, they, no one's telling them about how awesome they are. And I don't mean in like everyone gets a trophy way. I mean, like just the fact that you're alive on this earth is pretty fucking badass. And I yeah. feel like yeah. that needs that needs to come back into how we how we talk to younger generations, and that needs to come back in how we relate to younger generations, and not denying all their opinions. Like people want to freak out on Gen Z all the time, and it's like, bro, no younger generation likes the older generations. That's not how humans work. We always exactly. hate it. Oh, fuck exactly. you, man. Your music sucks. Whatever. You know what I mean? Hey. Like that that's fine. That's normal. But like let's remind them that they are amazing. They're a gift just to be here. Not because they're them, just but just because they're alive. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Uh, this goes but this is old philosophy too, by the way. So back in the days of Aristotle, they were saying the same thing, right? So uh, our generation is always uh wiser than the previous generation, right? And uh less wise than the, the generation preceding or after us, right? Like like it, it, it's always in the chain, right? They're they're out of touch, they don't know what the hell's going on. The guys the guys behind us, they don't know what's up, right? Because they they, they don't know anything about anything. And that's why I don't like general terms, like generalizing in, in, in anything. And so again, right? So think about it this way. This is the craziest part about all this, right? You can break down all of this like division, hatred and, and politics and the media and all the stuff I'm always talking about to like, okay, well, race, right? All right, fine. Sure, fine. Uh, horrific to, to judge anybody by any terms like that. Okay. But then it, like that's, that's verboten. You can't do that. All right. And I agree. It's horrific. But I also agree that judging people by any metric like that in large groups is horrific no matter what. But it's, it's it become acceptable to for, for one generation to malign the next and be like, oh, the boomers don't know shit about shit. They're the ones who got us in this mess. It's like, wait, what? Like, also 
also without the boomers you weren't fucking born so why don't you shut your fucking mouth you know like there's it's like a whole second thing it's like you know what i mean it's like a div- division in so many aspects of the entire thing that some are, some division is okay and some division is not and uh, the, the value judgments and this is what i'm saying this is why this is why we can't have nice things Dre. i appreciate you very and much. i, I you, get you are you are you are on point and you are uh you are uh challenging me in in ways that uh i need to i need to hear and uh go right ahead my friend i'm sorry i'm sorry am i am i taking up too much time nah, hell no if you if you got this okay. is what the third hour is for honestly if you got things to okay. say if you guys want to join us 702-957-1037 click the discord link at troubleminds.org i'm michael strange this is trouble minds we're here with dre in south carolina we're just talking that's what this is about this is about talking okay. you, you got some time tonight you're into it you're fired up let's talk we got daryl is, is in here with us as well if you want to mix her in let's do it let's get daryl in here but go ahead go what's on your mind we were still talking to you we'll get daryl in in just a moment and uh, okay. we got with well, Jennifer's got okay. fires in the chat. My, fires in the chat. So go right ahead, Dre. <laughs> my <laughs> my thought was okay. Let's let, to touch on the race thing, right? Like, no, of course, talking about any singular race in any tw- in any sort of general terms is not okay. However, I don't think it's actually fair to compare racial communities to different generations. I don't because. The, isn't it wait wait oh, hold on man. It, it is bigotry just the same though it's just the same i don't really think so man no, i no, don't no. i hold don't on. and, and I'll, i'm on. gonna try to put i'm gonna try to put my words together in order to explain why okay g- g- give but, me one second i'm gonna let you make the case but let me tell you this right as we're told we're supposed to judge people as individuals period period right not not see them for the color of their skin, for their socioeconomics, not see them for their age, not see them for their sexual orientation, not see them for anything other than as individuals. And that's the way I see it. And so literally, like if you're any of those things, like check whatever box, this box, the other box, and you're an asshole, to me, you're just still an asshole, right? No matter what, I don't care how old you are, how young you are, how gay or straight or brown or white or any of that. I don't care how any of that you are. If you're an asshole, you're an asshole. And that's just the way I see it. And so bigotry, I agree with you on that. bigotry is also, there's a thing called ageism. So I'm just saying. So like, explain to me how maligning generations is okay. And you see what I did there? It's a no, trap. no, 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 no. No, that's trap. not what I said. It's Don't a trap. put words in my mouth. It's a trap. Don't put words in my mouth. It's a trap, Dre. Don't put words in my mouth. I just Don't said Don't put trap. words in my mouth. I did not say maligning <laughs> generations is okay. Right, I did not ahead. say that. I, I know not. you didn't. Okay. I said a trap for you. Okay. That was Bush yeah, League. I'm sorry. <laughs> don't do that. I don't like it. Okay. I know. It was, it was Bush <laughs> League. I agree. Go, go right ahead. <laughs> what I'm saying is, is that in the United States, in the United States, you cannot conflate racism with ageism you cannot considering where our country was founded from considering the oh man what's the word oh i'm losing my words right now um considering the institutional racism that is in effect in our country you cannot conflate racism and the institutionalized systems that are in place with ageism for boomers you can't do that okay but, that's but, not the same but to me boomer is a slur is it really yeah yeah i think so okay boomer is a slur i think compared so. to the n-word no no that's what, I, I didn't equate the two and say they were equal i said it's a slur mm, 
Okay, this might be where you and me finally disagree. Because I, I just don't see OK Boomer as being anything, anything similar to a racial slur. I don't, I don't see that. Okay, I don't so, see that at all. All right, so, so should you discount what somebody says just because they're a boomer? No, I don't call people boomers. Just like I don't call people N words, I don't, okay. don't call people <laughs> neither from do other I. other neither nationalities do I. any other any of their slurs either. Neither I do don't I. do that. Neither do I. But what I'm saying is, like, you can't conflate the racism that exists in our country and, the, and the discriminatory policies in our country with the supposed ageism that boomers want to freaking I'm not call on right now. You know what I mean? No, but one doesn't exist without the other. They they all exist, and ah, so come on, man. No, one doesn't exist without the other. You're saying racism doesn't exist without ageism? That's bullshit. Wait, what? No, no. I'm saying, saying racism doesn't exist without ageism. That's bullshit. No, it's That's not bullshit. bullshit. Oh, okay, look. I'm not sure why you're fired up. Look, look. I'm look. fired up mainly because all of our all of our like senators and and most of our congressmen are all people that are well into their fifties to eighties and they're controlling assholes. our country and they're assholes. When, like, that's <laughs> ridiculous to that's me right cl- now. The fact that we have okay. so many old no, people no, Dre, running our country Dre. when the majority of our country is Dre. not that age group. Dre. That that infuriates me. Dre. I'm that's sorry. Cla- that's I'm going the class off topic. Of, no, that's the class of assholes. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. Like it, it doesn't matter to me if they're thirty or they're seventy. If they're doing the things they're doing, they're still assholes. You you get what I'm saying? So my point is, right, making judgment calls on literally discrimination, like in a hierarchy of this is the worst discrimination, this is the best discrimination. It's all discrimination. And so my point in saying that one doesn't exist without the other is because it's all discrimination. That's my point. Not saying trying to equate them and measure them and trying to calculate and the abacus and all the things and saying one's better or worse than the other. I'm saying it's all discrimination. That's what I'm saying. Bring, bring out the abacus and tell me how boomers are discriminated against. Uh, have you ever been a boomer trying to get a job? What job? Any job. Are you serious? What do you mean? Are you serious? I'm, I'm confused. I'm confused. What do you have against boomers, by the way? I don't have anything against boomers. I just want to know how they're discriminated against. By, by well, by the, the mere fact of people maligning them as a generational thing, calling them boomers is discrimination. Oh, just the, it's okay, crazy okay, to me so that you don't see that. All boomers. No, just I'm, I'm asking a question just to, to kind of gain some information here. So the fact that they're called boomers means they're discriminated against. What are they denied in society from that discrimination? All kinds of things. Are you serious that, that they get everything just like, I don't know, I might. I'm not a boomer. Do, do you th- okay. So uh, there's all, really? You're going to make me list all the things? Clearly, there's a ton of things. Dude, like, give me a handful. Give me a handful. Okay, hand, uh, clearly jobs obviously meaning that okay let's say let's say you got a pool of job applicants and you've got 20 people and you get maybe uh let's say 15 of them are age oh i don't know 25 to 45 and then the rest of them are 65 plus and right you would expect that the 65 plus might have some experience and all the rest of this but they're also not very good at computers by the way because they weren't born in a computer generation so we live in a computer world so the younger generation for sure is going to run circles around them regarding computers but interpersonal skills and the rest of this maybe not it depends it depends on the again as individuals right Right? So in that particular instance, it is discrimination. It is. I'm, so, I'm sorry you disagree. Is it is. Or is it lack of education? 
You're cutting out, Dre. You're cutting out. I'm I'm sorry, my phone. Cut. Oh, I'm sorry. Can Can you hear me now? I can hear you now. I can hear you now. I think I think we have gone so okay. far off the beaten path. I was saying, here. is we, is we, that is that ageism or? <laughs> we're we're off the rails. We're off I'm the rails. But no, no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead and finish your thought. We'll get Daryl in here. Daryl's been waiting <laughs> a long time too. Go right ahead though. Finish finish your thought. I was asking is. I was asking, is that ageism or is that just a lack of education in our current technological society? Is the pool of applicants really about ageism or is it about the pool of applicants, some of them not being qualified to work in our current state of technology that our society has has grown to? It's all is of those that ageism it's, or is it not a lack of education? All of those things. It's all of those things, Trey. It's all of those things. But if, you, if you're an older person and you wanted to keep up with the, the young applicants, why would you not just educate yourself on the new technologies? Because maybe you don't have access. Maybe it's it, it, like it, prohibitively difficult to you because you don't get like the concept of like a double click and the right click and the this window or that window. Like when you, when you don't grow up with a computer, it takes you probably five, six, seven, eight, ten times longer to learn some of those like neat tricks all of us younger people know and i say younger i don't even know if i'm younger than you and it doesn't matter by the way so point being like like i'm i'm a little older but i've been working with computers for a very long time and i'm very adept at this but it doesn't mean anything i'm an individual right i'm an individual and that's the whole point that's my whole point here any of the rest of this trying to trying to i don't know i don't know we're, we're off the rails it's okay this is for <laughs> Go ahead. No, my, I, that, look, I disagree. Point, we can agree to disagree. Okay. You, you, you okay. want to call people boomers? I don't. No, Simple no, no. That. That's not, but that wasn't my point. Though. That wasn't my point, though. I'm saying that if, if someone of an older age wants to apply for a jobs that younger people are also applying for, they should have a list of the same qualifications for it. If they don't have the qualifications, then no, you're not appropriate for the job. It has nothing to do with age. It has to do with your qualifications. Okay. That's all I'm saying. It's not about age. That, of, that's where, of, I, was, of that's course, where I was disagreeing with of, about it being about an age. Of course. Thing. Of course. Of course. Except also not. Because... <laughs> No, 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 not literally. It, look, if, if there were like nice, you know, accounting jobs for older people or whatever kind of thing you want to like, like say that, you know, older people should be working in, then, uh, and this is the thing, this is not a challenge I, I've been faced with, by the way, this is me trying to understand that there are a whole class of people all over the place in different walks of life that have different challenges and say that boomers yeah. don't have challenges. That seems that seems absurd to me. Of course they do. I didn't say that. I didn't say that though. Okay. So so I what I'm confused why why I'm saying boomers are discriminated against and you think they're not. I was just asking how they're dis- discriminated against. That's all I was asking. How okay. they're so, discriminated so, against so, in, in real world situations. It, it's all That's over the it. place. That's all I was asking. It's all over the place. Like, like again, if you if you want me to do a, like a term paper and all the rest of this, I could do that. But you're smart enough to understand. No. You're smart enough to understand that they, clearly they are. It just depends. And again, it's all situational and it's all kind of foggy and it all is discrimination, by the way. And I'm just saying. Okay. And I'm just saying. There's a lot of people who had to okay. retire early because they couldn't find jobs because of this COVID thing. There's a whole. That, that's a whole another shit show in and of itself, right? So we're not even talking that. But but I don't know I don't know like I said this this is we are so far off the rails here let's get to uh, let's go to let's go to Daryl 
Let's go to Daryl. Um, Hi, Michael. Stay right. Stay right. Hey, there, I'm, not, I'm, I'm aging anywhere, here. Dre. I'm aging here. Hey, I'm aging here. Don't go anywhere, Dre. Stay right there. Uh, go ahead, Daryl. Your thoughts on this? Go right ahead. Well, actually, I was um, not to defend myself. I mean, I'm a I'm a boomer, and uh, I'm pretty good on the computer. I must say, you know, I, I think I could compete with anybody. But I think, given the chance to hire me or somebody younger, I'm sure they would hire somebody younger. You know. Yeah. I'm sure of that. But there's definitely a discrimination against uh, age. You know, sure. The older you get, the less uh, marketable you are. Probably more, less for our experience. I think our experience speaks for itself. But um, I think it's maybe their their fear of us taking time off for, for our health issues. We def- definitely have more health issues than younger people. So, you know, we might have time off to go to doctor visits or whatever, you know, take care of a health issue. That would be, like, probably the one thing that I could understand would be a hesitation to hire an older person is yeah. their maybe their attendance but other than that i think we're just as capable if not you know more capable considering our experience and i don't understand i thought that i thought we are in a majority i think a lot of people are in their you know retirement age at this point we, all the baby boomers are old now you know so i think they're, they're a majority of us kids they were having kids left and right when i was born you know so i think we're in the majority actually anyway just saying i wanted to say the irony of making a perfect baby going back to that subject i think the ironic thing is yeah you're going to make a perfect baby but do you know what the percentage of healthy babies are or healthy children in our nation and even worldwide i hope it's high it's been it's it's declining so rapidly i mean i think it's one in 50 i was just looking up the um statistics of like healthy children in our in our country you know there's like the data and you could do it by um condition you could do it by um age and um and also by cost you know let's say just um you know maybe for um children that have autism let's say maybe it's like 61 to 66 billion dollars a year for children but once they become adults it's 175 to 196 billion dollars a year so you're talking about you know raising children that are injured with autism and there's like one in 56 children one out of 56 has autism i believe right now and that's like really high I'm, i might be incorrect actually but any in any case the health of our nation is going down so fast and it's been going down for the last 50 years i would say since they started using like additives in our food um they've you know ecologically there's like um pesticides edt monsanto it's like they use something until it makes everybody sick and then they find out and then they stop you know so the damage is done you know we're already injured and then the food additives and everything that's causing diabetes and you know children with um, all kinds of learning disorders and allergies and obesity and diabetes we're so sick how are we gonna we're gonna create the perfect adult the perfect child but then we're gonna screw them up with all these like medications more children are on medication right now than ever have been, ever have been you know so you're giving them prescription drugs you're giving them something that rise with vaccines you know and multiple ones and they're getting injured very early in, in the game so what if you make a perfect human you're just gonna screw them up you know, <laughs> babies, you know? 
don't know what the point is. We're just going <laughs> well, to well, well, what if you what if you edited into their genomes those uh, the uh, the 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 things you were rhyming with the the v words? <laughs> uh, yeah. What, what if you edited those into their genome and they were uh, naturally immune because those CRISPR babies in China they said they were uh, naturally immune and I say naturally uh, let's say in parentheses naturally immune naturally, to HIV. Right. Because because they they okay. edited their genome to be to actually be resistant to that thing, and so that's the that's the question, right? So if if the well, I, if the the vaccine itself is in your genome, then right, uh, then then I agree with Dre. But, but but again, then in right? ten years, yeah, I'm going to wind up with the side effect that they didn't anticipate. I mean, this this yeah, yeah, how does something go wrong, right? Well, exactly. How, can, How could this go wrong? Exactly, and, and I think I think that's part of the, the part of the, the the conversation here is we still like regarding these technologies. We we don't know where this leads. Like, what happens? Right? Is this a fertility problem down the road? Like, who knows what actually happens? You don't know. Like, you don't know until you do two, three, four, five generations of this type of stuff, and it becomes prevalent exactly. in the population. Then things may be like, oh shit, how do we get here? Right? Because you didn't think about what you didn't think about. That's all. So anyway. And by the way, by the way, so you guys know, uh, Dre too. This this is I, I want I want you to understand. I know you know. You've listened to us long enough. This is not a zero sum game. This is not about somebody wins and somebody loses. It's about hearing what people have to say. So yeah, yeah. Anything on that, Dre? If you're still here with a, I didn't check. Let's see, with Daryl. Anything for Daryl there? You done? Sorry, I, I'm still here. I'm still here. Um, I I agree that CRISPR babies could turn out to be something that we're not expecting. Of course. I do think that um, there's been a lot of research into HIV and how HIV was re-termed. It, it wasn't always known as HIV. It was it was known as um, another acronym that I can't remember right now. About, um, shoot. Oh, man, it was back when it blew up in the 70s or 80s in the gay community. They called it something else, and then it got turned into HIV. Not AIDS, right? But it's, it's, it's AIDS. not... No, no, there was a different term for it. It was before. Oh, I know what she's talking about. Yeah, it was. It was before that. It was termed something else, and that it wasn't necessarily understood how it became a thing, and that it, it actually the the research has shown it. It wasn't just a blood uh, a blood. It wasn't passed on through just blood contact. It was through partying, through your immune system being lowered, and it was immunodeficiency disease. That's where AIDS came from, but it was known as something else before that. And that a lot of these gay communities that were getting it, they were partying all the time, and it was the people that were kind of abusing um, drugs and, and not taking care of themselves in that lifestyle, and that's kind of where it came from. So if it's like, I'm not understanding really how babies could be born with a with a defense against the hiv considering that it wasn't it didn't really come from necessarily a virus or anything kind of specific it, it was that that's what the study I, I read it was was about am i making sense i'm sorry uh daryl do you know what i'm talking about i know what you're talking about i'm trying to remember um what they i don't i don't remember what they called it um, i i know what you're talking about um i know that um you know they had um, they had incubated um, a lot of our uh, vaccines in, in these chimpanzees from Africa with the sun, and they had this simian virus that was in the polio shots. That gave people polio, and I think it gave us HIV also. There's that's there's something you know there's talk about that. There was research done about that. I'm sure it's been kind of uh, hushed up. 
Okay. So uh, every time they made let's not, um, anyway, I've always talked just, about just that. Just real quick, continue, please, but don't please don't get our channel taken down. But I know what she's talking about. Dance around yeah. it. Just dance around it. We, we can talk there, about there's, it. There's yeah. ways around that. I, I kind of disagree because babies were born with it, so they weren't partying on, you know, heavy drugs. You know, a lot of people didn't uh, party on heavy drugs, but there was a theory about that, too. My neighbor well, was so yeah. sure that that's what the, the... They used to do poppers, and uh, he used to work in a, a porno theater that uh, they used to, you know, gay men used to go to in the 70s, and they would do poppers, and they would be littered all over the floor. He was convinced that that's what caused it, but that's a theory, you know, it's one theory. I don't think it's been proven. Anyway, but... um. I don't know. You know, there's always repercussions anytime you experiment with anything. And I'm not so sure it's a great idea because who knows if you're going to be breeding somebody without a soul. You know, what if you breed out that humanness part of the, you know, part of the human, you know? If you tinker so much that they don't have any conscience, you know what I mean? They could be, maybe they could learn things, but they don't have any, they're like soulless, you know? A person without a soul. Say, do, do you think that would be possible? To to have a to have a baby born without a soul, without a consciousness. If they genetically rearrange them that much, it might it might it could happen. Who knows? You know, maybe there there is a, a DNA part of our soul. You know that's embedded in us. That's part of our DNA. I think it's within the realm of possibility. I, I, again, right? Like, a, like like imagine if thought. you go go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. I was just saying that that's that's an interesting thought to think that um, D, whatever kind of combination of DNA could be could be made into a human without without a consciousness because that that also brings up the the question of where does our consciousness come from? Does it come from our DNA or does it come from the life that is born from that DNA? We don't even we can't even understand consciousness. You know, does it continue after death? You know. That's uh, the biggest question, you know, what happens after after we die? Does our consciousness remain? A lot of people believe that, you know, we can only hope. Think, I guess the, the other question would be, where is our consciousness before we're born? Where does it come from? How, how does it exist within our bodies that, that we know that we have now? Exactly. Not necessarily what happens after we die, but I mean, where, where, how did it ever get to be in our bodies to begin with? Exactly. I don't know if we were spliced in from a lab, you know. <laughs> yeah, were I, you spliced in from a lab? Me, you know. No, we don't even know. You know, we don't know the Great Reset. I'm just questioning this Great Reset again. Um, it's talking about this. Like, has it been, you know, four thousand years or four hundred years? You know, how how often does this occur? Or, you know, we're heading towards one, and what's gonna what's gonna be the result? You know. Yeah, yeah. Just just a real quick interject there. So so it's I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility to say that tinkering with our molecular structure would affect the consciousness or the soul or the the psyche or whatever you want to say, right? Because. Right, like right now, they're literally creating human-animal hybrids in laboratories. So, so the question becomes, right? And I know, like, I love animals, and I and I'm not saying animals don't have souls, but I'm saying, like, when you're talking about human consciousness, when you start tinkering with things in a lab, how much does it affect that process? And again, it's it's again, it's a generational thing. We probably won't have any fucking idea until like five or six or seven generations down the road, till we've already gone down the wrong road. And and I don't even know it's the wrong road. You may you may be right, Trey. I mean, maybe this is the way to go. 
like like in a, in a, uh, our old co-host by the way frank uh, uh but, but without divulging information about him he, he agreed he was like hey you know like let's skip this evolution shit and let's just like, like get in the lab and make this shit right now you know let's, <laughs> let's not wait we're not waiting for anything like if we have the technology now let's do this shit now all mistakes included let's just step on the fucking gas and let's just let's make make these things right like all the wrongs again like you said all the genetic diseases all the all the all the wrong things that are wrong let's let's fucking make them right because we can and just like the the consequences be damned and i and i agree like but also i have trepidation that's all right like again i i I have no firm commitment on this because i'm not a scientist i don't know i just wonder what happens when it becomes prevalent in a community that's all right that's all that's all and again remember not this is not a zero-sum game it's not about being right or being wrong it's just about talking and respecting each other I think we should pay attention to make ourselves healthy while we're alive rather than worrying about making a perfect uh, human. I think we've got to tackle our health. It should be a priority. Um, It should be the uh, the first priority, you know, and transparency as well in regards to our health, you know. I think that uh, it's being uh, thrown to the wind and it's being, you know, decided on upon, upon some very wealthy people that we didn't elect, you know. What we do with our health? <laughs> uh, we did for sure. Work. No, for sure. But then, but then, where where does where does it end? Okay, I have a, I have a question. If we're if we're considering that CRISPR could get rid of these genetic diseases, right? Why would it be so mm, against what society's morals are to continue stem cell research when most of the stem cell research is from? abortions or whatever babies or stem cells that that were born in like the 70s or not born in the 70s why is that why is that research stopped considering how much stem cell research has helped current living humans that are alive today i think it should be continued that would be a very important uh way of research as long as they have the the, the, you know availability of uh of donations you know of willing donors i'll tell you what I, I know a little bit about that, by the way. So, so uh, stem cells in particular are so. So, you're talking about uh, fetal stem cells, and what ends up happening is when you take these uh, and you, let's say, let's say I blow my shoulder out, all right, doing some sports injury, and you're like, okay, we're going to take these fetal stem cells from this procedure, whatever. And I, and I want to get into that t- that that discussion tonight. It's, it's way too late for that right now. But let's say let's say we do, and we get we we put that, and we're like, okay, if we put these stem show stem cells in Mike's these fetal stem cells in Mike's shoulders, uh, it, right? It will it will connect whatever broken tissue is broken. But also, by the way, what people don't tell you is, is that uh, everything seems to be also again as always political and all the rest of this, and uh, kind of mm, what would you say propagandist in that uh, the the stem cell procedures like that tend to grow, and you'll never believe this. Look it up yourself. I'll, I'll get you the term in just a sec. But let's say you put these fetal stem cells in my shoulder to fix my bro- broken shoulder. It will fix it, but also, by the way, uh, that new tissue in my shoulder that grew may also grow hair. It may grow, <laughs> I'm not shitting you, may grow uh, little pieces of teeth. May grow, oh, like, my God. I'm not kidding you. Right. I'm not kidding you. Yeah, yeah, this, is, yeah. this is a real thing. And so this is what I'm saying. Yes. It, it's called, uh, it starts yeah. with an M, I think. I'm, uh, I'm going to get the term. It, it's coming to me. But, but this, is, yeah. this is my point. It's yeah. like, 
Like, like yeah. if, if you're doing these things and clearly like, you know, taking my own stem cells from my cheek and then growing tissue and then putting it in myself, it's different. it's different. It's different. It's different. That's but different. It, exactly. And, and so you cannot, my point is with that, that whole fetal stem cell thing is you cannot control the stem cells to create exactly what you want them to control because they're programmed to be a particular thing. And a fetus, uh-huh. a tiny, it, it's tiny. It's tiny. When we're talking right. about like, so like if you scrape some cells, you're scraping some T cells and some brain cells and uh-huh. some this cells and yeah. some that cells, and then you're slapping them on my shoulder. You see what I'm saying? Right. So like it, right. It, right. there's there's an ugly side to this that never comes to light, and this is the uh-huh. fact. This is the fact of it. I'm gonna, I'm going to get you the term in just a sec, but but it's true. This is 100 percent true. I promise you, I'm not making this up. And so this what if is you get, why you develop the consciousness of an unborn child. Like or, that, you know, what if that or, that that kind of assimilates with you? Or share it. So you have this conflicting. Yeah, you have yeah. a conflicting like other yep. consciousness inside of you, like another twin or something. Like some really insane stuff, you know? Imagine that. Yep. Yep. I'm going to get you the term. I yeah. can't remember the term off the top of my head, but it's a, it's a thing. Uh, let's see. Anyway, anyway, so so go ahead. We're uh, we're we're about to, about getting down the end here, so we we don't have all night. But uh, nobody tells us when to stop. So if you guys got things to say, I'm definitely <laughs> with you. I'm definitely with you. I'm not scared, and I'm not going anywhere. Go ahead. Yeah. No, but I think um, I think the idea of um, I I think the idea is is plausible and possible if done with the utmost care, and that's. You know, the research has to be done, and, you know, the side effects you have to research. I mean, there's so many repercussions, like you just mentioned, that can occur with this kind of tinkering, you know. It's how you tinker and what you tinker with. I mean, if it's like something simple, you know, I don't see why not. I mean, if it's something like intelligence, why not give somebody a phenomenal IQ if it's possible, you know. Give them intelligence and, you know, can you give them empathy? (laughs) Can you give them, you know... There's a lot about, you know, it doesn't go anywhere without a soul either, you know. So what if, you know, that's the kind of thing that could go wrong. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Definitely. I I definitely agree that more empathy in the world would be an amazing thing. But when it comes to stem cell research, I'm kind of on the fence of being like, since the research was halted and since it wasn't allowed to continue to to, uh, learn further then of course there's going to be side effects that we weren't able to predict if they're still used without the proper research done with them. Right. You know what I mean? Like if the research was allowed to continue, if this, if this is, if that like if that leg of science was allowed to go into learning how to use these stem cells and how to use them properly and how to use them in specific circumstances in order to correct, correct, difficulties that people have or problems that or medical problems that people have right now correctly then why would we not do that when these stem cells aren't already being used for anything other than what they could be used for if that if that fetus was not allowed to develop into an actual human life then take that take that opportunity to learn as much as you can from it i don't understand why that was ever stopped to begin with George Bush, I think, stopped it. I don't know why it wasn't picked up after he left office, though. The pro-lifers kind of stopped that just just to begin with. Oh, so that's yeah, you know what I mean. Like it's it's no, it's it's these this little pea-sized cul de cells was determined to be not nice. viable for research, but for whatever reason. <clears throat> right. 
Yeah, I agree, though. I think it should have been continued. Uh, it, it, it depends, though. Like I said, like I said, I, I'm, I can't find the damn. Uh, I'm looking for the damn term. I can't find it. But I'm telling you, there there are issues with it that people that, that is not have not been publicized at all. I, I promise I'm you this. Sure. I'll find. I'll find it. Oh, I'll yeah. find it. I can't. I can't remember the I'll name. It's it. on the tip of my tongue. It's, it starts with an M. I'm pretty sure. I can't remember the name of it. But my whole point is that, like, the, the thing is that. There are not just like, you know, let's say this small group of people. There are actual ethical concerns regarding this, right? Actual scientific ethical concerns because there are things that happen with these stem cell sort of situations that are not predictable. And that's what I'm saying, right? And so if, if we're just kind of throwing, throwing the dice and like throwing some, throwing some cells at like a, a, a broken shoulder, you know what I mean? Like there's no way to really know exactly what happens if it's not well contained and, and, and again if it's, anyway I'll, I'll find that for you i promise i'll find that for you guys i promise you i don't have it right now I, i'm searching i can't i can't do too much at the same time because i'm already like tr- all this in my head and trying to like listen to you guys and have a or an actual conversation i could tune out for 20 minutes and come back and but that's not that's not that's not okay by me so i will find this for you i promise you i'll share you this information because it's a real thing i promise you it's not just a right-wing bible thumper sort of uh, situation where they're, they're saying no stop that's that exists yes but there's also some actual like scientific things that it's like pretty concerning with the things we're talking about that's all that's all i want to say i'll find you this well, i promise I, you I, and I'll and share. I agree with you I, I i agree with you i agree with you and that there are concerns and there are considerations that should be taken into account for and that kind of brings it back to the whole CRISPR situation yes there are concerns that should be taken into account for however isn't science all about pushing the boundaries? Isn't that what CERN does all the time with their stupid collider that, that discovered the Higgs boson particle? Isn't that, I mean, isn't that what we're already doing? And if it could benefit human life in a positive way and not just be like, oh, let's do this shit just to see what the hell could happen. If it could actually heal people and let them lead a happier, more, more fulfilled life then let's continue that research instead of just throwing together particles in this massive collider that could possibly rip apart the universe. (laughs) Let's take the money from that shit and let's put it towards letting people heal themselves and letting people live a better life. Dre, if I ever run for senator, will you work work with me? (laughs) Hell yes. Hell yes. I've already been told once I should go into politics. So yeah, let's do it. All right. I'm just just saying. I'm just just saying. I'm not going to, by the way. I'm not going to. But let's say in a hypothetical multiverse world, maybe I do. And uh, would, would, you, would, you, would you work with me? I, I, would, I would be very, very honored if you would, because th- this, is, this, is, this is part of the point, right? We're, we're different, and it's good. It's good. It's good. I, it's lo- a- I love having different opinions from other people, and I love talking about these things, and I love debating all of the different nuances of all of these different subjects, because... Man, if we all thought the same, how boring would that be? It's like you said earlier, it would be boring as fuck. Let's not do that. Let's look at these things from all different kinds of perspectives, from all different walks of life. And then let's come together, gather all of those different perspectives and come up with something that benefits everyone. Let's come up with an idea that can just help everyone in life and not just make some people that usually have the money feel better about them having money and live their better life. Let's help everyone, dude. Because no one has fucking money anymore, man. Like, no one, everyone's freaking broke. Everyone's struggling. Everyone's having a hard time. So, you know what? Let's help everyone out, dude. 
Amen. Amen to that. Amen to that. Slam, <laughs> slam dunk and rattle the rim. Yeah, and, and shit's breaking off the rails. And don't get me started on rents and economy and all that. Oh boy, that's a, that's like a, a close list of taxes and healthcare. If you're talking, yeah. Man, I just figured out what my tax rate would be this year, and I want to vomit and just I want to punch through my phone all the time. Yeah, like I swear see? to God, dude. And, and check this Fuck out. By the way, shit. by the way. Just to really make you break three more phones tonight, if you have them laying around your old, your your current phone and your old phones, if you still got them, just break all of them. Uh, by the way, our politicians absolutely have n- n- no no budget; they just spend whatever the fuck they want. Like we can't do that, right? We're we're literally limited by oh, you can only like put a roof over your head and the food you eat type of shit, right? But then these motherfuckers are just printing money like it's going out of style. So hey, if that's the case, why aren't you printing money and giving it to us? We still got to pay our bullshit taxes, and these fuckers don't have any kind of accountability at all. Don't get me started. Don't even get me started on taxes and health care because I'm telling you what. But- we are being fucking robbed, robbed. But, but, dude, you got a twelve hundred dollar check, man. Like, isn't that enough to pay no. for all of your stuff? Oh, for for <laughs> for, the, for the for the two years of lockdown, twelve hundred dollars will cover yeah. it. Thanks. Twelve hundred dollars, that'll totally do it, man. That's enough, right? That's by enough, the way, right? told by you the way, that, right? Yes, exactly. And by the way, this March <sighs> coming up next week, sometime or ish or so, is uh, the two year anniversary of the two weeks to flatten the curve. <laughs> The two-year anniversary of the two weeks to flatten the curve. Uh, Don't get me started. Don't get me. Don't get me. Yeah, I feel you, bro. Don't get me started. Uh, I'm I'm about to rage. I'm about to like just start flipping. (laughs) I'm gonna go Alex Jones. I'm gonna take off my shirt and start screaming. Uh, Don't don't make me do it. Don't go Hulk. Don't go, no, don't no, go Hulk, bro. Don't do it. I'm not doing it. Don't do it. I'm not doing it. All right. So, 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 all right. So, as we finish, like this is this is the thing, right? This is literally why we've always ever done this is to get people like Trey's, to get people like Daryl's, to get people like every other nice individual. I was about to say. I was about to say every other motherfucker that called tonight. <laughs> <laughs> in, in the nicest way but it didn't come out that way so i'm gonna just i'm gonna because it's more funny when i say that but what i mean is because so many brilliant people so many brilliant takes all walks of life and that's the whole point right we're different but there's literally there's strength and diversity and i mean it i mean it i mean it i mean it and so many people like uses a political tagline or right w- w- want to do all these other things with it and i'm just look hey we're different and it's good and we should celebrate that and we should talk and we should find ways to get along, find reasons to accept each other instead of the opposite. That's all. It's, it's a simple concept and it's flawed. I get it because guess what? Every concept in and of itself is flawed because it's a concept. But it, <laughs> if you're going to say that concept with me is flawed and Mike, like step off, fine. Like I'm flawed. I'm going to live with that and be flawed that way. That's just the way it is. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm I'm going to go down with that ship. But but this is this is what it's about. Again, think about it, right? Why else do you make a fucking talk show if you don't want to talk to people? Right? I mean, I'm not scared. You guys you guys are the best. Are what make us perfect, homie. You guys are the best. Uh, again, th- thank you so much for again spending your time with us, spending your fiery energy for making points, for talking, for considering, for just again, there, there's so much here that this is one night. This is one night. And this is why we do this because again, we God willing, we've got tomorrow and the next day and the next day. Let's keep on doing it. Stay stay strong guys. Keep 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 thinking, keep keep 
keep finding reasons to love each other instead of the opposite. I think it's an important concept here, and I'm going down with that ship. I'm sorry. We're just right on, right on. We're just doing it. Thanks doing for it. having me, Mike. I appreciate yeah, you. Pleasure is 100 percent mine. Uh, thank you, thank you so much. Uh, final thoughts from you guys before we get the hell out of here. We got uh, Dre and uh, we're here with Dre and Daryl. Uh, Dre in South Carolina, Daryl in New York, and me in Las Vegas. I'm me, you're you. Together we're us. Final thoughts, ladies, and let's get the hell out of here. Well, we can change the world. <laughs> right? Margaret, um, Margaret Mead. Yes. Margaret yes, Mead. That's my favorite. Yes, indeed. I'll read that in a sec. Go right okay. ahead, Dre. Um, okay. My bad. Um, I would say that uh, every perspective is valid, and the most wise man will turn his eye to the future instead of looking to the past in order to learn how to live a better life. All right. It's all about perspective, guys. It's all about perspective. I love it. I love it. 100%. 100%. And that's what this is about. It's about sharing those perspectives. All right, let's do it. I'm going to smash the button and hear, smash this button so you guys can hear the music. I'm going to wait for the bass to drop before I do the thing. That's where we go. Thank you again. Special thanks to Dre for hanging out with us and spending so much time. Like I said, the, the most important thing with all of this is spending your time and spending your energy thinking considering learning growing it's what this is all about thank you for for spending that time and sharing your energy and your fire and your passion i appreciate that very much uh everybody else as well all you other motherfuckers out there you too (laughs) you see you see what happens when uh when you when you have a goodwill for so long you can say shit like that and get away with it because i I haven't been trying to stomp on anybody but uh all you motherfuckers out there you know what i'm saying it goes a little something like this as we finish and you guys know i love you i'm just kidding and i mean that in the best way it goes like this right this is from daryl never doubt that a small group of thoughtful committed citizens can change the world indeed it's the only thing that ever has margaret mead thanks again to daryl thanks again to dre thank you guys for so much for sharing your passion your energy your ideas your time it's, it's critical it's important people need to hear this stuff and uh i'm honored i'm blessed and uh our cup runneth over uh, thank you for, from trouble minds nation thank you from michael strange myself and uh yeah hell yeah yeah looking forward to more of this tomorrow the next day god willing so as we finish it goes a little something like this if you want to help the show, if you like this, com- this these types of conversations, a free range, again, like non-linear, open-ended, wherever the fuck it goes, third hours, what the fuck ever happens is where we go, and that's what happens, that's fine. That's why we do a third hour, because it's less restricted. No commercial time, no, like, we just go. A conversation's a conversation. I ca- I'm calling this the great conversation because, not because I'm great, but because you're great. Because I'm me, you're you, together we're us. And as we finish, if you want to help the show one more time, Rockfin, you can sub up. You can sub up on Patreon. You can sub up on uh, Twitch. If you don't want to spend any money and you love the show, spread the word. Old school, grassroots, spread the word works and it beats the algorithms. And uh, of course, Listen to the podcast feed, iTunes, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcasts. It will actually uh, send a few cents my way each time you listen to one of those. So there you go. Easiest ways. Appreciate you very much. Every Each and every one of you I see, we have so many people downloading uh, podcasts out there. It's crazy. The reach of the show is just going off the chain. And uh, thanks thanks for understanding and considering and just un- just learning with the rest of us. That's what we're all here to do. So as we finish, ladies, anything real quick before I do my 
out, out, outro. They probably bounce. No, they're here. All right, we'll do it. It goes a little something like this. Be sure, be strong, be true. Thank you for listening. From our trouble binds to yours, have a great night. time to start firing up the grill from city to shore acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season download the acme app the shop for this season's essentials any way you want open the acme app clip your deals then order your items online an experienced acme associate will carefully select your groceries bag your order and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details